Oh. 
five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. And here we are on day two of this amazing and incredible Israel adventure that began with Nefesh Benefesh and the amazing flight and an incredible reaction by the worldwide Jewish community to our unbelievable, and I say that with such emphasis because it is hard to believe when we do a radio show from a plane. Uh, but in fact, sure enough, we were there on the uh, El Al Dreamliner with all those hundreds of Olim, an incredible number of children, and a, um, a wonderful journey with Nefesh Benefesh. Here we are. Miriam Alwalek is with me. Yoni Pollock is with me. And we are in Latrun. Why? Because Yom NCSY 2018 is taking place here at the Latrun Tank Museum. I have never done a radio show from Latrun. I am counting this among <laughs> among the, thank God, amazing things we've been able to do over the years uh, to be here at this historic place and something that has become such a landmark for the uh, state of Israel and the Jewish people around the world is incredible. And behind us, as you can see on video, uh, those who are watching on video behind us, is an amazing stage all set up for Yom NCSY with incredible screens, amazing performers, both Shlomo and Eitan Katz, and we are getting to pay tri- and we are getting ready to pay tribute to the NCSY summer programs by greeting over what is it 1600 1700 NCSYers who are going to be here tonight. Miriam L. Wallach, welcome back <laughs> to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. A, um, a, a yeoman's effort by you. It's an exhausting journey, to say the least. Yeah, the driving is the hardest part. Well, I don't know about Excuse me, I don't know about that. I think staying awake and doing all the shows might be the hardest part for everybody involved. But it's anyway, all good. thank God. Thank God it is all good. And we have a, uh, an unbelievable venue. What's your first impression of this incredible venue as we speak to our listeners this morning? It's, it's humbling. It's humbling, and each year I feel like David Cutler and his entire team try to outdo themselves or try to wow us in a way that they haven't before, and, and they succeed every single time. I mean, we're in Latrun. The history here, yeah. the, the pedigree here is not something that we can just you know, brush aside. It is, it's incredible. And so to bring all of these, I mean, do we call them campers at this age? Do we call participants? Yeah, I would say campers. Okay. Uh, participants is actually a good way of referring to that. So all of these participants and the parents and the people who have signed up and the, the onlookers, everyone who is joining us this evening, though we are airing this program in the morning, Thursday morning, it is taking place Wednesday evening. You can hear, by the way, the sound checks going on in the background, which is always exciting. It's exciting, and I, I start to worry about what we're going to be able to hear later on because these two or guys are not here. Or not here. Or these two guys here. are amazing, and right. their music is going to blow this place apart. And also, David Cutler hires professionals who know how to deal with sound. Right. So uh, they're going to sound good, and we may hear nothing, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners, I think, are used to that. We've done shows from Israel right. with NCSY, especially where the uh, background noise does dominate, uh, but it adds the excitement and it really right. shows everybody through this audio means and uh, through the video, just how amazing a night it is here. Uh, And to add to that, there's part two of our NCSY coverage. So anything you don't hear (laughs) tonight, you'll hear, I should say tomorrow, you'll hear. Right. And you know what's funny? Um, What's funny is that one of the reasons that this has become a two-show phenomenon, our association during the summer with NCSY, is because they have so many summer programs. It's a gazillion I mean, it's programs. unbelievable how many programs we are to talk about, the right. uniqueness of each one, 
leaders that you and I have been discussing for weeks are to be admired for their incredible work, real superstars. And we'll have a chance to speak to some of them coming up and to uh, enjoy all of this. Uh, A lot of nachas the Jewish community is getting worldwide from programs like this. And we're here to uh, document all of it and to really pay tribute to those who are working so hard uh, to make sure these campers have great uh, summers. We also were privileged to be able to um, be participants at the leadership conference that took place at the end of April, um, where all of the leaders, all the trip leaders, and the madrichim, and the directors, etc., were all in one place. And you and I were stunned silent by the enormity of talent and leadership in that room. By the way, now you see, not that you doubted it, but I'm just using you as a soundboard, now one sees why it was so important we were there that shot. Oh, 100%. Because As usual, it, David Cutler is right. Yeah, because it's really enhanced, even uh-huh. though, again, people haven't shown up here yet. So, you know, but, but I know it's going to enhance this evening because right. of that amazing backdrop that we got to what's happening during the summer of 2018. Right. We were, um, we were also, you know, for two people who are, shall we say, sometimes cynical, about at times. at times cynical about many many different things we were so it was so heartwarming to see that these are the future leaders of our people and there's serious talent there the future looks bright and for good reason and anyone who is involved in a david cutler program is is a home run yeah no question about it and you know, we uh, and it's top down, of course. As we, or I should say, in my case, as I reach a certain age, you start comparing what it was like, uh, you know, a generation ago, so to speak. And uh, we had a lot of talent in that generation, but the formal training that they are now getting is is so remarkable, and it adds to their repertoire in terms of being leaders of these youngsters in the community. Sure enough, there's a group behind us right Keep now. Keep alive. Keep alive. That is. Um, Isn't Keep Alive acapella? That's what I thought. I don't know. Somebody's the nerve of them. I know. The chutzpah. Yeah. Of course. We're kidding. We're kidding. So, we're kidding. So they have this. Um, they're part. I assume they're part of the program tonight, and they're doing their little rehearsal now. Right. Don't want anyone to think that the concert's actually begun. No, because there's, there are no. there's nobody here right, yet but this, us. This is how they prepared. This Maybe Rabbi Benefits made us have our own concert. That could be. That was very nice of you, Rabbi. It's amazing how this... Uh, between the lighting and the sound, they they're are up. they're doing quite. I mean, a, everybody on video, you're getting a behind-the-scenes look. This is really very cool. <coughs> so Yom NCSY has begun. Began about a half hour ago with the mega barbecue and the soon-to-be the mega event with musical guests Shlomo and Eitan Katz and others. We are saluting 19 life-changing programs in one for unforgettable night. This entire arena is going to be filled with thousands of people, thousands of people, the majority of them participants in the NCSY summer programs. What are you looking forward to the most tonight? I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to the most. I have a note that was written to us. I have a note that was written to us a, um, must be, I don't know, four or five weeks ago, you'd know better than I, that says... That on the night of Yom NCSY, give me a second. Sure. On the night of Yom NCSY, oh, now sometimes you look for a paper and you find it right away. Yes, <laughs> that and then the other times. <laughs> exactly. On Yom NCSY, look at this. We will announce three new programs oh for 2019. Gosh. And, you know, I was about to joke. What is that, that 20% increase of that? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, David Cutler has been instructed to continue to grow this exponentially yeah and he um he has a vision 
he has a vision that really uh, continues to put more and more innovative programs on the map for NCSY. Mm -hmm. So there are 19 programs right now. They're going to announce three new ones for next summer. That, I would say, will be one of my highlights tonight at Young NCSY. I'm looking forward to the big flag. Yeah, the big flag. Where is that flag? They, they already <laughs> test drove the big flag. Last year was really cool to watch this enormous Israeli flag basically yeah, travel unfurled, across. Right? right. So it is doable. They, they, it's going to work. Yeah. The oh, for sure. The big flag experiment is going to work. Does, okay. does David Cutler do something that doesn't work? That's true. He's already mentally made it work. We thank Yoni Pollock, our engineer here on the spot, and, of course, our Rummy ZK and everybody else who's involved in the show. We also uh, want to thank our pro our associate producer. Is that how we'll refer to her tonight? Jamie? Uh, no, not I'm Jamie. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yes. yes. Amy Moscow, Amy by Moscow. the way. Amy Moscow. Is... Um, she is the wind beneath my wings today. Yeah, she's getting it all she's done. She's wonderful. And we thank her for that. And we should mention a couple other things. A big thank you to our friends at the Inbal Hotel. Oh. The Inbal, again, being very hospitable to us. It is possible that uh, that collectively the three of us will get a few hours of sleep. It's possible. But nope. whatever the case is, nope. that's where we're based. We're based at the Inbal Hotel in Jerusalem. Yes. Thank and of course, them again. And they, we have so much to talk about regarding them. We will have a chance uh, in the future. And a reminder that it's a big week for us here at the Nahum Single Network and JM in the AM. Tomorrow, as you said, NCSY summer programs. We are going to be stopping by the Barkhan Winery for a show tomorrow, which people will hear on the network during the live lunch slot. And, of course, Sunday is a day that we're all looking forward to, Hask Experience Day. And anybody out there wants to get us a shout-out for Hask on Sunday, just put the word shout-out Hask in the subject line. And send it to Nahum at NahumSiegel.com. And we so. have your shout-outs, by the way, for Yom NCSY. We, we will do, get to them. We have them here. We'll do them at some point later on. Right. You'll let me know when. All right. We're I'll all, let you know when. Well, don't you produce the show? Yes. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so I will let you know when. Keeping you on your toes. Thank you. I would say Keep Alive is also keeping us on our toes. They certainly are. Yeah, they all are. All right. We will, you want to take a music break? Aren't we taking a music break? Should we do that? Should we just stay with them? Why not? How does it sound, Yoni? They sound all right? He can't hear a thing. Go to the music. All right, we'll take this music break back with more coming up. You're listening to an amazing and incredible Thursday morning broadcast from Yom NCSY at Latrun in Israel right here on JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M., Yehuda Green, brand new. Album is called Neshamala, that's Mashiach here at J.M. the A.M. Before that, I finally was able to get my uh, Soul Farm uh, comeback um, uh, selection on. You know, we have a whole category of, um, of songs that are designated for Nefesh B'Nefesh and Israel. Did of you know course. That? Did you know that? We have a whole of course. Categories. So I was frustrated. Is it the parade music also? Very similar. Okay. So I was frustrated. I was frustrated when, uh, I got to say hi to Josh Brody. <laughs> Josh Brody. I'm <laughs> so a- I am so angry at this guy. You have no idea. Why am I angry at you? Tell everybody why I'm so angry at you. Come on. <laughs> what is it? At, at, at first, in front of you at the head counselor. No! What are you kidding me? I'm so angry at him because now... He has two kids, two kids living in Israel, wow. two kids who've made Aliyah. And I am so jealous. Where have I gone wrong that none of my children have gone? Do you want to talk about this on the air? <laughs> They're all coming. They're all coming. <laughs> I've gone over That's the it. Atlantic. He's amazing, this guy. It's amazing. The last time Josh was with us in official capacity was down in Boca, right? He was helping us down there in Boca Raton, mm, Florida. Where it all began. Where Nefesh all began. And where it seems like our week began because there was so much (laughs) of that on the flight. It was Boca-centric. Correct. And and for good reason. And it's great. But it also brings me back to, you know, we're we're looking forward to Shlomo and Eitan Katz. But it reminds me of our mission during... a, a, a very tense time here in Israel where we were committed to bringing the Jewish Unity ish- Initiative to Israel and to bringing Jewish music and unity to a variety of different places, including uh, Tel Aviv right. and including Sharyafo and including the Gush, right. where we had an unbelievable performance, an unbelievable, beautiful, inspiring performance at the Pinachama and... Um, and I thank him for that. You know what's funny about the Pinachama show? I was thinking about this. I hope we're going to be able to get them on the air. I don't know. I don't know what the story is with their schedule. Okay. We'll see. You know what was interesting about the Pinachama show? He, Shlomo Katz, was performing. The concept basically was that he was performing for our audience back home, right? He was performing for our our listeners. But at the same time, any soldier who showed up at the Pinachama right. in that hour mm-hmm. would be able to have an encounter with Shlomo Katz. Right. And they get a cup of soup, <laughs> a warm place to sit, and Shlomo Katz. And it's sort of when, you know, I mean, we see this all the time on network television. It's sort of one of those things where, you know, you're walking around Manhattan and you stumble upon, you know, something that's being recorded. Right. And that, and these guys who... It's a Jimmy Fallon moment. Correct. Exactly. These guys who are so... And, and young ladies who are so desperate for just, you know, something hot to drink. The comfort or, of home. Right. Or a little bit of rest, etc. Right. All of a sudden, wow, we're in the middle of a Shlomo Katz concert right. in Pinachama, which is really cool. So, yeah, that is a great memory and a wonderful recollection. And we thank him for that because he, everyone who participated that week in our different shows was really a partner yeah. in our mission. And the Jewish Unity Initiative takes many different forms and goes to many different locations. And, you know, the best is potentially yet to come. Right. But each one of them is significant and meaningful. And, um, and Shlomo was a part of that. No Shlomo was a real part of that. We're at Yom NCSY, everybody, at the Latrun Tank Museum here in Israel. We're going to meet some of the people who are key to NCSY and their summer programs coming up. A, a full lineup, a lot of, um, uh, a lot of uh, community leaders from the United States who are mm-hmm. visiting now, so they can be part of Yom NCSY, and others who are um, uh, you know, leading each individual, uh, each individual program. 
Uh, tonight is also a special night because uh, there's going to be a um, a tribute right. for the TJJ program, mm-hmm. which has been in existence for 20 years, back in 1998. Start, started, I think, with 30, they said, with 30 kids. And now, according to what we heard earlier today... I believe it's uh, 11 bus loads, right? Or 12 bus loads uh, for We'll TJ find out, but like it's that. insane. So that's one of the things we'll be doing here tonight. Uh, as we speak, everybody's uh, in the back of the stage. I love this song. With a... Uh, Yoni, can you hear it? With a wonderful barbecue and a mega, <laughs> a mega dinner going on. Yoni's officially turned into a real chief engineer. Oh, yeah. Because he's, he's concerned with one thing, making right. sure we're on and making sure we are being recorded. Other than that, there's not much he's, he's concerned about. And tonight we pay tribute to 19 life-changing programs on this one unforgettable night. Information at ncsy.org. And, of course, you can email summer at ncsy.org. You're also a parent of former participants in Yom NCSY programs and now trip leaders. Right. I'm thinking that... Uh, I'm thinking that two of my two of my sons were on NCSY Kolel. One of my daughters is on Michalela. One of my daughters was on Give. One of my daughters okay, is now a a um, Madricha on Give. So you know, there's a there's a lot of involvement in families like ours. There's a uh, there's a lot of involvement in these summer programs. It's like a uh, it's almost expected that after tenth grade, the you know the young people, the yep. students, are going to come to Israel and spend the summer with NCSY. So. I'm glad we had an opportunity in the Siegel family to enjoy that. And we're about to find out which new three programs yeah. are being introduced that someone can now participate in. I mean, that's an additional, I don't know, is it 40 people? How many people on a bus? Yeah, I mean, 40 each, I guess. So. I guess. So yeah. it's another 120 spots in addition we, to the programs that are just going to continue to grow. But we also don't know the nature of the program. You know what I mean? Because because right. there are certain programs I don't think we can, we as outsiders can assess the numbers because... They're so unique. These internship programs sure. they have, rescue Israel programs they have, you know, in terms of uh, emergency medicine, mm-hmm. all this stuff. So I don't even know for sure if it all goes by bus load anymore. It looks like each and every one of these programs has a personality uh, unto themselves. True. And, uh, and therefore, you know, depending on what the goal is and how things are being arranged, that's what determines how many uh, kids are, gonna being, are going to be... Uh, you know, part of the program. So by there the you have it. Yeah. By the way, just as a side point, so that people can appreciate the planning that goes into Yeoman CSY, the coordination of 19 different trips. I mean, these participants do not see each other otherwise. <laughs> and they get together for one night, and then they get back on buses and disperse to different points in this beautiful, beautiful country. So the coordination of getting everyone in the same place at the same time, number one, is monumental. Number two... Booking Latrun is not something that you can do a week in advance. Right. And, of course, if you ask David Cutler where Yeoman CSY 2019 and 2020 will be, he'll tell you the date, and he'll probably tell you the location. Did he say? I know he said the date. Did he tell us uh, about he, the location yet? No, well, I don't think so. He, he, I think only the date was... Uh, oh, is there a discussion? Yoni's yes. indicating that there's some discussion. Yes. There's some backroom discussion. Having to do with a pool. Seriously? Yeah, Brechada Sultan. Wow. Yeah, which we were excited about because then we would just roll out of the inball <laughs> and show up at the show. <laughs> we could roll the uh, equipment suitcase right down to Don't the Don't worry, ZK, we're not actually rolling <laughs> the equipment. Yes, we are. Um, all right, here we are. Nahum Siegel, Miriam L. Wallach. Lots of guests coming up. We're at Yom NCSY in Latrun in Israel. It's a, an annual opportunity to really pay tribute to the NCSY summer programs and speak to some people who have had and continue to have great effect on, te- on teenagers in the U.S. from North America. Uh, during this summer. It's all coming up as we 
head back to the music, brand new music from Schleimi Gertner, and we continue here on a Thursday morning at JM in the AM.
It's a Thursday morning, and that's Shal Shellis, of course, with Coming Home. What better uh, selection than that one as we broadcast live from Yom Yeshua. David Cutler, whose name's already been mentioned 400 times this morning. 
as uh, the director of the NCSY Summer Programs, is here. Uh, later on, we'll have an in-depth conversation about what's happening this summer, but it's great to uh, be greeted by you here in Latrun, David Cutler. Good morning, or... Good afternoon or good evening. I'm confused. I don't know what time it is, but it's really awesome to be here. It's awesome to see you here. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. So what do you think of the venue? This is the first time in Latrune. What are your impressions? Second, Second time in We were here three years ago, ah. so we actually came back here. Uh, it's great. Look, it's a very meaningful place with the Tank Museum here, and we can fit here. Baruch Hashem, we outgrew the last couple of venues that we used. And uh, we're excited for the night. It's awesome. It's really, the energy here is buzzing, and uh, we're very excited. Thank I'm going to embarrass you for a moment uh -oh. because uh, we're on the flight. Nevesh Benefesh flying in, speaking obviously with hundreds of people that are now moving from North America, and uh, um, with one, we were conversing with one of the Jewish leaders that has uh, been shuttling back and forth between the U.S. and Israel, and he essentially gave all this credit, the 1600, the 19 programs, this unbelievable explosion of Jewish youth having such meaningful experiences, he gave the credit to you. Said if you weren't in this position, it would not be nearly the same. So that's quite embarrassing, isn't it? Wow, that is. I don't <laughs> think it's true, but I certainly appreciate the compliment. And listen, the truth is we have an unbelievable staff who is most nefarious all year round. This is not a two-month job. Our staff in, in 11 Broadway, all of our regions around the country and our parent company, the Orthodox Union, it's a labor of love all year round. We're starting pre-registration actually tomorrow for next summer. Uh, so it's not, it's by no means is a two-month job, and it's a real team effort. Thank God. We're Baruch Hashem. Very blessed to have awesome people. Simply incredible. All right, so we're going to have a chance later on. I, Miriam asked me on the air what's one of the things I'm looking forward to tonight, and I said this, uh, this uh, announcement that you had sent us by email that there will be an announcement of three new programs tonight for 2019. God willing. So we're announcing two of them tonight because okay. one of them we're not ready to launch yet because we're, there's a special thing we're working on which we don't want to blow tonight, but we're, we're announcing two of them tonight, and one of them is really cool. I'm, we're... Uh, <laughs> it's going to blow everybody away, so it's very cool. Thank Looking God. forward to our conversation later on. Thank you, David Cutler. You Thank Much you. appreciated. We'll Thanks you for welcoming Thank us you. here to Latrun at Yom NCSY. Yom NCSY, by the way, has a major musical component. Shlomo and Eitan Katz are going to be performing later on uh, during this Yom NCSY program. Rabbi Micha Greenland is with us. He's international director of NCSY during an era that you could be very, very proud of when it comes to this organization. Rabbi Greenland, welcome back to JM in the AM. Great to be here, Nachum. I appreciate and great to have that. you here. Wonderful to be here and wonderful to be greeted by you. This is such a special night. I'm going to go back for a moment, and we're probably going to do this more than once tonight, uh, to a Shabbaton in April, which we were encouraged to be at. And frankly, when we're invited to different events, we wonder, is it worthwhile being there, etc.? What will we gain from it and all that stuff? This was, what, how do we put it, an NCSY leadership event? Would that be a, uh, the, the right way of saying uh, it? A staff training event, certainly. Staff training yeah. events. I'm there as an observer, as is uh, other members of my staff. And what do we see under that roof in the hotel in Connecticut? We see an unbelievable collection of talent. Not to put down your predecessors, who worked really hard in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, etc., to get to this point. They all worked very hard and really were skilled in what they did. But the formal training... And the incredible degree-type regiment, that's the way I put it, that your staff and your leaders are now going through is remarkable. And I think it all, all of this, started from there. No question. That's the, uh, I appreciate you uh, noting the predecessors, and we, we, we really build on the success that's been, that's been accomplished by, by many, many others. Uh, but th there's no question that the, the degree to which um, we've been successful on the ground with the teens. 
this no, it's the 1600 uh, teens in NCSY summer this summer is is because of the dedication of a staff that in the summertime is mostly volunteer right and the fact that they're they're prepared many of them are there for four days 96 hours of, of training um, over a week a long weekend um, in in, uh, in in April or May before the summer begins. Um, they're so dedicated, thinking about these teens before they've even met them. A couple of months before. Uh, a couple of months before is is really um, is is I would say you're correct that that is w- the prelude to what 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 leads up to the uh, to the main events of the last several weeks and that continue over the course of the summer. And some listeners might ask themselves, especially in the older generation, is it possible to formally train? these young people to do this. After all, when we think of NCSY or youth work, we think of, you know, someone with this natural ability to connect and you don't really need training, so to speak. But this formal training program now we see gives all of those who all of those who do have a basic instinct of being able to work with youth an unbelievable regimen to continue and to really do great at their job. Unquestionably, and there, there is there, there are so many dimensions to it that in 2018 you have to consider that right. that that, uh, that we didn't have to consider when we were growing up. So many, uh, what do we call them? Uh, <laughs> Appendix A, Appendix B, etc., hey. etc. All these different things. Correct. That need to there, know. There's, there's a co- just on the code of conduct right. and policy side that that all of our staff needs to be conversant in. Not to mention all of the all of the basic things that that uh, that you may think come as second nature. How to how to interact with a kid in a healthy way where where you're 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 forming a bond, forming a relationship that that God willing will be lifelong and will spill over to the rest of the year. Uh, but at the same time, you're doing it in a, in a way that that uh, maintains an appropriate boundary. There, there, there's so much that goes into that that sort of uh, uh, training considerations that uh, that unfortunately generations ago were not were not uh, were not taken as seriously. And one other thing, by the way, when we say formal, the program is so much more formal now. The and, and again, not to belittle the way things worked back then, but today. You know, every minute of the day throughout the entire summer and every one of these programs is accounted for. And there's a reason why we're visiting here or working on this Chesed project or hearing from this speaker or experiencing this part of Israel, etc., etc. It's really just a, a every piece of it is thought of in advance and implemented. One thing that always stands out to me, and I interacted with some of our staff people this morning who, who just drove this point home, is that as tightly choreographed as the entire summer is, and it really is, like you just said, planned out minute to minute to minute, uh, but the staff people obviously they're they're prepared to scrap right. on a moment's notice anything if if the if the the program doesn't lend itself to the mood of where the teens are or or the the uh, the the specific context lends itself to to uh, calling an audible as we would say pivoting that, right that pivoting <laughs> that they they're they're prepared to do that and they're looking at chunks of of a week at a time, 48 hours at a time, the next 12 hours at a time, and, and, and saying, um, as choreographed as we are, does this still make as much sense today as it did 7, 8, 12 weeks ago when it was, when it was drawn up? And if, if it, in many cases, it does, obviously. If it doesn't, then they're prepared to innovate in the moment. That's one of, their, uh, that's one of the things they get in training, right? Right, Micha Greenland's here, International Director of NCSY. Are there a lot of repeat leaders here tonight? No question. That's part of a, a lot. That, right? That's that's part of how we've been so successful. Is that um, the 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 uh, I think these slots are easy to fill, huh? <laughs> uh, well, I, I 
<laughs> we we just had a uh, board meeting a few minutes ago uh, where where uh, where we had had this this precise conversation that how is it that we went from in the 1200s uh, last summer to over 1600 this summer and there's no drop off in quality right. that doesn't even make sense that we're growing by 25 30% and not having a drop off in quality of the teen or of the of the staff, right? And a lot of people would hesitate. By the way, organizations would hesitate to grow at that speed because of that very reason, because of quality of staff. Where uh, am I going to get the people as good as we've had before? No question. And and our, our chairman of the board, actually Avi Katz, was the one who noted that this this growth in summer has been commensurate with growth elsewhere in NCSY. Right. That we are reaching twenty five to thirty percent more teens. We are engaging in our high impact programs twenty to five thirty twenty to five to thirty percent more teens. So the fact that summer is growing along with that that means that every the, the whole program, our fundraising has grown over the, that same period of time by the same percentage. And it, it's allowed us, thank God, to be able to, to uh, engage staff people in a, in, a, uh, in a way where, of course, we have to bring in new people. But there is, there is a, a high degree of, of, uh, of carryover, thank God. So many people who are dedicated to this work. Tell me about the synthesis that you're going to observe later tonight. A lot of public school youth, a lot of yeshiva youth, a lot of what we would call our, you know, yeshiva league youth in, in day schools, or I should say high yeshiva high schools in sure. the New York area and other areas of the country, of course. I mean, and yet this cohesive group seems to all come together in one big musical experience tonight. It's, it's really, I, I think it's Claudia Searle at its finest. It really is. Um, from every spectrum, co-ed programs, single gender programs, the, the public school students, um, kids who, who received their first pair of tefillin with us this summer. And listeners and don't realize that that public school youth is a significant percentage. We're not talking about 10% here. We're uh, talking about, what, close to 40, 50 in that area? 30, 40, 50, whatever? Uh, correct. Of the 1,600, right. it's almost 700 that are from public school. Wow. So there you go. That's 40% right there. Uh, right. It's amazing. And that's who's going to be here tonight. And yes, some of them did receive their tefillin that, first that was that was just a few weeks ago, and 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 it's it's uh, it's remarkable to see the 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 sense of unity that is going to be on display here tonight. The sense of of we are all one people, we are all one nation, we are all celebrating the the land of Israel, the state of Israel, the people of Israel, and doing so together with such uh, with, with with such a sense of it doesn't matter what you look like, where you came from. We are all one people. Claudia Searle needs a heck of a lot of that on an yeah. ongoing basis, and and uh, um, and we just don't have it, um, and 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 that's what we're building here in NCS. Now I'm sure we'll have this conversation later with TJJ, but between me and you, uh, it, the percentage of public school youth who've never stepped foot in Israel before this summer is also significant, right? No, as all the demographic studies have shown, that 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 engagement among the non-Orthodox communities in the United States um, is uh, with the state of Israel. Is, has been on a decline for some right. time. And, and the fact that we're able to continue to grow, bring more of those very same public school teens that, that, uh, that, that the rest of the American Jewish community is scratching their heads and saying, woe is us, what's going to be with the future of American Jewry and their engagement with the state of Israel? I, I mean, we, we, we believe, I think, with, with, uh, with, with appropriate balance of, of, uh, of confidence and, and humility that, we have something to say about about the answer to that question, and the, that that is that is uh, exactly what we're doing here this summer. Having so many public school kids who their very first experience with the state of Israel um, is is visiting this land here together with our staff, with their peers, 
um, is is uh, is part of what makes this celebration so special. And to your point about non-Orthodox Jewry in America, there's a good percentage of them whose parents never stepped foot in Israel. They have Correct. never been there, and yet they somehow either convinced or blessed by their parents to come and enjoy this. Uh, no question. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's part of how the, the hand in glove of NCSY, the fact that we have uh, summer experiences that, that, that work in tandem with our, our year-round experiences, um, we, we, uh, we even outlawed the term follow-up. Right. why? because it's not it's a year not, round thing. it's a year it's not you're not following up it's relationship continuance that that is that is what we're doing working with these teens year round so a kid in a public school that comes to an NCSY sponsored Jewish student union after school club interacts with the staff person there and says I, I like you I like what you're about oh and you're staffing an Israel trip in the summer that's exactly where I want to be this summer. So tonight may have started, what do you call the Starbucks program when you guys... Uh, Latte and learning. There, yeah, yeah. So it may have started a Starbucks somewhere or anywhere in the United States. Unquestionably. <laughs> and those programs just continue to flourish. It's amazing what goes on all through the year. We shouldn't have, With you here, we shouldn't only talk about the summer because it's incredible what goes on all year round. And your regions, I know many of them are just getting stronger and stronger around the country. It must it's be been, an thank feeling. God, a remarkable year of growth for us. Um, we, we, uh, we, we achieved unprecedented levels um, of teens reached. Over 28,000 teens in North America um, came to NCSY programs this past year. Uh, we, have, we have a uh, definition of impact, which is our higher impact programs or our, our frequent flyers. 9,400 teens this past year, which is also unprecedentedly high. And it's just, I feel so blessed because we have just the greatest team working together uh, in the world. Now, and, this and is really going to get you in trouble with certain regions, but I'll put you on the spot. Give me a couple of regions to watch. Where in the United States have things really flourished in the last 12 months? Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm particularly excited about what's going on in Southwest, which is a, a region on the rise for, for, for a, a number of years. Um, we had a program effectively in Dallas, but nowhere else in that part of the world. And that it's part moved of the United west. States. It's moved west from Texas. Um, correct. I mean, th the fact that we're in uh, our southwest region encompasses Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, Denver as well. Stretch your definition right. of southwest. Well, that's just why it's always done that with their region. Uh, exactly. So. <laughs> and and the the uh, um, the the. The uh, remarkable growth of, of that southwest part of, of uh, the United States in the last 12 months has been phenomenal to see. Where just a few years ago, there were maybe 200 kids active, um, and this past year was over 1,000. And those watching demographics among the Jewish community in the United States can learn from NCSY, because when Florida grew, it was, it was as a result, I should say as NCSY Florida grew as a result of the Jewish community growing there, uh, certainly Vegas and those areas, the same thing. And now, as you just mentioned, those areas of the southwest United States are enjoying the same it type is, of growth. Right? Houston, Dallas, San right. Antonio, those are, those are growing areas. Uh, in Houston, their, Texas, Yoni Pollock uh, areas. Economies and, and, right. uh, and their Jewish communities as, as well. Uh, Rabbi so that, that's one. Right. Uh, yeah, that's one I, to watch. One to watch. One for the next year um, is, is right in your backyard in New York. Um, the... the NCSY has has uh, has been in the hinterlands since our beginning. Right. Um, I, in the next 12 months, I think you're going to see a an expansion of programs right in uh, right right in what you call uh, the backyard of JN the name. Five boroughs. Five boroughs. In the five boroughs in Long Island in Westchester. Uh, that, that that is the biggest Jewish community in North right. America, and and and. Uh, um, 
and and yet it's not the biggest region in NCSY. Right. And and we, we feel that those kids need NCSY just as much as the kids in the hinterlands do. Um, and looking forward to seeing an explosion, God willing, over the next uh, 12 to 18 months. I look forward to our follow-up on that. Thank you for the greetings. Enjoy tonight, Ramitha Greenland, international director of NCSY. Mazel tov on this amazing accomplishment. Amen. Such a pleasure always. I appreciate that. There we go. Rabbi Greenland is uh, taking great pride, to say the least, in what's happening here at Yom NCSY. Well, Rabbi Greenland, of course, gets a big hug from my next guest. I guess my hug will be coming at some other point, I assume. No, it's going to come... Yeah, right now. Right now, on video, on audio. Rabbi Noam Weinberg is here. He's the director of Jolt Israel. He's one of my favorite people on planet Earth. Feelings are mutual. Thank you. That's so nice of you. But in addition to being one of my favorite people on planet Earth, he has other designations. In this case, the director of Jolt Israel. Still spending your school year on Long Island? I am. How's it going? What Great. in uh, principal of in North, North Shore, Shore Hebrew Academy? Yep, high school. Doing well over there, huh? Baruch Hashem. Do you have North Shore students who are enjoying the summer in Israel? I actually do. I have one, two, three, four, five, five students with me this year. Meaning your own students who, own students who are on your program. That's correct. Right, but there are others I assume that yeah. are enjoying yeah. other NCSY yeah, programs. Absolutely. Yeah, they're loving it. Uh, this whole night is amazing. Um, you and I have had conversations, God knows how many times, about extracurricular education, experiential education, call it what you want. And this whole summer is one big experience yeah. like that yeah. and adds so much. In general, we know what summer camp does for a kid. Absolutely. And we know how important it is for their growth and education. But this whole experience with Israel, with being away from home, with being with other people from different parts of the country, it must just be remarkable to watch. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And, you know, one of the things... For me, I guess that give me the biggest seat like NFS is that when it actually translates into the way that the kids behave, not in terms of, of being appropriate, inappropriate, but just right. in terms of, in terms of the way that they comport as individuals, the way that they take in the information, and when we see it most clearly is when we run our camp, which is which is uh, really fantastic. We actually did something a little bit different this year. Yeah, um, we worked with siblings of children that have chronic disabilities. They're doing this on a regular basis? So we did it for a week and a half wow. in Fispin. And the reason why it was so important is because a lot of these kids who their, who their siblings have are chronically ill may look regular and may be fun. Some have diabetes, some have other issues, but the family spends so much time on the children and the siblings have such a hard time navigating that. And we give them a week and a half of love and and attention and they just eat it up it's the what most are, what are the first thing. couple of days like are, are so you it's actually it's actually pretty tough and we do a lot of work with our NTS wires our Jolt Israel kids um, leading up to that um, there's a lot of anxiety that they have and it's understandable you know they're all clutching their phones for the first 24 hours um, on the phone with their parents sometimes parents have to come to sit with them for a little bit but we, we, we work with them in a way and we kind of structured, structured the dynamic in a way that we make them forget and we just have them focus. And by the way, what's so amazing about that is after a week, after a day or two or three, the kids finally realize that we're creating a story for them. Meaning up until that point, they were always the sibling of somebody that was sick. Now they're their own person, which is awesome. You know, one of the things that's going to be a theme tonight, and I guess it's a theme every year, 
Well, one of the reasons that theme tonight is because we were at the Leadership Shabbaton in Connecticut right. back in April, and we saw the formal training that's going on. Oh, yeah. Your kids on, is it Jolt? On Jolt, Jolt Israel, yeah. have to be trained in oh, order absolutely. to do this. I The mean, first 48 hours must be intense. There's a lot of psychology that I have yeah. to work with them on. There's a lot of just general techniques, methodology that they need to understand, where they need to be, how they need to work it. There's a lot of that stuff. Understand certain warning signs, things that they need to bring to my attention or the other or the other advisors. There's a lot of dynamics going on. And they executed it perfectly. They were fantastic. We had a we had a uh, goodbye party with the parents. The parents were crying, the kids were crying. I said to I said we had a we had a Yashvat, so Yeshivat Sevet. I sat with them, I said, if everybody cries on the last day, then we did something right. <laughs> At least that helps to break the ice a little bit, you know. That if they do cry, they don't feel bad. Exactly. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. So you have Shlomo and Eitan Katz tonight. Love them. Your kids will enjoy it. I love them. My kids are going to be all over it. They'll, they'll be into the Jewish music. Totally. I say it like that because you know that the – and. Not to compare too much, but you know that the typical, I don't know, jolt kid 30 years ago, if there was such a thing, may not be as into the Jewish music scene. Yeah. For some reason, uh, especially in forums like this, yeah. it's not a an uncool idea to participate in the Jewish music. So event. that's one of the things that we do on Jolt Israel. We make Judaism cool, and we make we make being from cool. They love it. All of our kids are yeshiva kids on Jolt Israel, so they buy into that culture. Um, but still, you know, they're still into like the typical like culture music, but. There's something that jumps out of them when they hear it, and they're going to love it. We've been, well, I we've always been say to you that I know from my own personal experience that, you know, I know kids, and very close with certain kids, that, you know, Monday through Thursday, they'll listen to certain radio stations. Friday, they're putting on the, the Jewish stuff. Because oh, they feel it. And here, it seems, they like that Avira. They're like going to love it. They're going to love it. Very cool. They're All right, well, Mazal Tov to you. Thank you. Another it's great so summer for you. To see you. You are amazing. Thank you are you. incredible. Love you. Continue Thank you This year, I hope I'll actually visit you at North Shore. That That's would be amazing. We really got to do that this time that around. That would be amazing. We really got to do that. You know we want it from America. I know. Let's make it happen. You know, it's a long trek to your place. Oh, I know. I know. Love you. Thank you. Oh, Thank you so much Thank for you everything. so much. Okay. JM in the AM. And uh, we are at Yom Etziaswai. Oh, we now get to speak to the real heroes of the night. These are the guys who are going to be recognized all through the evening. Mark Fine is with us. Mark is the director of TJJ Ambassadors Poland. Now, um, just to remind our listeners... Whenever we've been speaking tonight or any other time, this morning or any other time, about TJJ, that's the public school youth that dedicate a summer, five, six weeks, to being in Israel. They do that either by convincing or with the blessing of the... And that's why, and we refer to that as TJ overall. This, Mark Vine, is TJJ Ambassadors Poland. Now, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. It does include an Israel component, correct? Absolutely. Tell we, us the schedule. Sure. So schedule is we have an orientation Shabbat in Teaneck. Great opportunity for everyone to meet each other from around the country, all 59 students from across North America. There are 59? 59 students. Thank God we expanded this year. And it's uh, been absolutely incredible. When did they get to Israel? Uh, so we spent a week in Poland uh, right. learning about the Holocaust, Jewish history, Jewish identity, and then we spent three weeks in Israel. And I assume 
it's the first time for these students both in Poland and in many cases in Israel. Yeah, so absolutely the first time for them in, in Poland <laughs> and for many of them the last time. Uh, <laughs> right, understood. <laughs> I'm the only one that keeps coming back. And in, in Israel, uh, around 10 of them, this is actually their first experience in Israel. And a lot of them uh, went on TJJ previously. And they're the students who wanted a more intense experience and meaningful experience. And then they come back for round two with us. Oh, so this ended up being a product of the growth of TJJ. Absolutely. Students who wanted another experience and, and they enjoyed the first TJJ year TJJ is so with. successful, they said, look, like we got the inspirational component, we want to come back again. So we designed a more intensive learning environment and reflective environment for those students who wanted even more. Interesting. Are they going to enjoy this? Are they going to enjoy Yom NCSY? Everyone enjoys Yom NCSY. What's not to enjoy? 2,500 Jews from around the world. No matter what their background is, they love the Jewish music. They've got, you know, we, we know about March of the Living and how a few days in Poland and then a few days in Israel can be a transformative experience. When you're doing a week in Poland and three weeks here in Israel, it must be on a completely different level. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the big things is that connection between Poland and Israel. That's not just about let's experience death in Poland, but like how do they live in Poland? And then for many students, Poland's their first experience of Galut or diaspora in a real way. So when they come to Israel, there's such a greater appreciation for, wow, imagine if there would have been an IDF. Wow, this does feel like home. And to spend three weeks being able to tour and to invest and to learn and really immerse themselves in the country solidifies all the growth they've been having over the summer. Mark Fine, TJJ Ambassadors, Poland, tell me a story that I'll never believe. Is there a student of yours at TJJ Ambassadors who has some, what we would call crazy background or really, you know, um, I don't know, a happenstance in their life that got them here that's remarkable? Yeah, I mean, they're, I, they all have uh, crazy stories, but there's actually uh, one uh, NCS wire uh, who came on a public school uh, learning program, Yarche Kala, over the winter. She was actually already signed up for an for a summer program of a different youth organization. Wow! Loved the learning at Yarche Kala. Had a conversation, switched her money over for the summer, came with us, and has been loving it ever since. The rest is history, as they say. Um, it happens, and I know we'll discuss this later when we do a, a major TJJ conversation. You know that TJJ is the star of the 20, night tonight, right? Twenty years. It's twenty years. And it's a big anniversary. Um, but we should note, and I don't know if, it's such, if this is the case in your program, many of the students of TJJ end up being Madrichim on TJJ. So we have an advisor this summer who started as an NCS wire on uh, TJJ Ambassadors and is now back with us as an advisor this summer. There you have it. So I was right, I guess. Absolutely. It seems to be one of the most heartwarming parts of the whole experience, yeah. right? Welcoming them back as a Madrid, yeah. as, and a, they're as able an advisor. To and they're able to relate to them in such a different way because that was their story and their journey. And it's not just me or a different educator going, oh, this is something that's possible for you. To be able to point to someone who can say, hey, I was there. This was my journey. This could be your journey. It's a whole different level of relatability and credibility. So you're not even a bus number. You're your own Ambassadors Poland, huh? Thank God we're special. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Fine, I thank you. Thank you so much. Enjoy your mentees. Enjoy. Always a pleasure. I appreciate that. More coming up. You are listening to... An amazing and incredible edition of JM in the AM as we are at Yomensius Y. You hear all the incredible background noise. You know what it is? It's the beginning of, an, of a major concert, which, gonna, which is going to star Shlomo and Eitan Katz for over 1,600 Yom NCSY summer program participants. Another 900 to 1,000 people who are here to enjoy, family and friends of a great organization, the OU 
and NCSY, and all of us get an opportunity to see this in action. It is a remarkable experience. More coming up. You are listening to JM and the AM on the Nahum Single Network.
JM in the AM. It's Chaim David Burson. We're at Yom NCSY. The Vice Chairman of the Jewish Unity Initiative, Dr. Joe Rosazada, is here. Welcome, Dr. Joe. We gotta raise, we gotta raise his mic. There we go. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, Sadiq. How are you? Thank you. I'm not a Sadiq. <laughs> shalom. Did we, uh, did we surprise David Rosazada? Absolutely. Is we he having him. a nice summer at NCSY? He's having an amazing time. Really Tell is. me, as a parent, some of the things that are really uh, effective that he's enjoying this summer. So you know, like I, the first two days, I got a text from the Rebbe, from the other people that oh, David is there till one o'clock in the morning learning. I said right away, he got into it right away, right this second, yeah. Right away, so he was really got into it right away, and he's amazing. He's enjoying it so much, and, and we'll see time. everybody tomorrow night there. But yeah. the um, the the level of the Torah giants that are there is simply remarkable. So he, David, and hundreds of others get to spend their summer with that. For sure, it's amazing. So really, great. really, really amazing. It's so nice to see to hear like you know like who's there, how like how many people are, are he has like even ten minutes shooting with them. Just like even the 10, day, 10 minutes during the day that he gets to be with Rab Shachter or whoever is there, it's unbelievable. It's there so may nice. be some people now panicking in New Jersey that he might be giving up on his basketball <laughs> schedule <laughs> and absolutely. things like Is he able to keep up with that? Yes, thank God, thank God. Two game winners, I hear. So far. Two, already two game two winners? Game winners. <laughs> buzzer beaters, real buzzer, buzzer beaters. beaters. Uh, <laughs> all right. I only saw the video of one of them. What do you think of this? What do you think of all these North American teenagers, public school, yeshiva, day school, yeshiva league, all coming together for a night like this? You know, I want to tell you, I when I came from Iran, uh, you know, Barry Goldfish is getting honored right. sort of tonight. So when I came, NCSY really was a little bit different than, than the way Correct. it is now. So. They really took me in as an eighth grader, ninth grader, I remember. And Barry literally used to drive me to Shabbatones. He used to really, really take good care of me. And it's so, like, you know, it's like such a small world that, boom, I'm here. And that day, I didn't even know about it until, like, really yesterday or two days ago that Barry was getting the honor. So I was so happy to be here and to say that, really, he was amazing. He had a big role in my life growing up and, and learning and, and, you know, going Shabbatot and spending Shabbos with NCSY throughout the year. So it's really amazing to like have big circle that come is, around. That's unbelievable. Nice. And you know what he's built this into since yeah, 1998. I know, I know. Hundreds of kids, I, summers with 11, 12, 13 buses and and, 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 and Poland now and other programs. It's amazing, amazing, really, really. He's so, and he's so talented, he's so good. He's, you know, he's funny at the same time he's serious. So it's like, it's really a perfect guy. And, Nobody else deserves it more than him. He really is unbelievable. You know, it's funny. Over the years, and you've spoken with us uh, you know, publicly over the years about your experience from the time you were a teenager right. and arrived, even younger than a teenager, and arrived in America, there were, and you had a great family support system, Baruch Hashem, but yet there were so many other people, Could rabbis and, and, and community leaders and people like Barry, you mentioned, who really had a role in all really this. Really did, really. And that's why I was, I was telling you, it was a right. major, major part. Uh, I have so much I got to talk to them because they really did help me out to grow into, you know, Yiddishkeit and be more religious and Shabbatot and everything like that. It really did. You know, I was an NCSY advisor, I was an NCSY president, so like it really went through and then, you know, like they, then they went different direction. I guess it was more now the summer thing. So now I see this, it's amazing to see it, unbelievable. See, now I understand. Besides just seeing your children, I understand yeah, why yeah, you wanted yeah. to see this whole yeah, yeah. thing up close and personal. Dr. Joe Rosazato, we'll see you tomorrow night. Yes, Thank, Thank, you. Thank you so much, Dr. Joe. Thank Dr. Rosazato, of course, for us, the vice chair of the Jewish Unity Initiative and so much more um, for the Jewish community in New Jersey and beyond.
Um, Shira Cronenberg is going to join us. Yes, she is. Shira Cronenberg is introduced to me as the director of a first-year program called 4G Euro. Would be that be the accurate uh, title? Yes, it is. That's it. So congratulations to you. Thank you. you. In history, you'll be known as the very first. Exactly. And what is 4G Euro? 4G Euro is an all-girls summer program that spent a week and a half in Italy and then a little over two weeks in Israel. So we've been everywhere. And that's because Italy has a rich Jewish history. What what reason? Um, There is a rich Jewish history and it gave the chance to girls to travel and learn and really just have a chance to grow and see Jewish history throughout all the other side of Europe, Italy. Are, are these the typical right out of 10th grade or you have older students? We have girls going out of 10th, uh, going into 10th, 11th and 12th. Very nice. Yeah. Why did you know that this uh, program would work? How did you know it would attract uh, young ladies out there? I think girls are really interested in traveling and going. Most of the girls I interviewed were really interested in being able to see the world and also get to see Israel again. So it's Moments it. ago when we spoke about Poland and Israel, the, you know, the progression, the inspiration that one can imagine a student gets from that transition is remarkable. Is there that type of transition when it comes to being in Europe, in another part of Europe, like Italy, and then spending this time in Israel? Yes, the girls really appreciated coming to Israel after going through Italy, um, especially because we got like to see the Arch of Titus during the three weeks and really hone in on. Good point. So it was really great for them. Good point. What ended up becoming the center of the Jewish exile for a long, long time. A rich history there, as you mentioned. Exactly. And um, rich meaning detailed and long. I don't know about rich in terms of good, but rich meaning detailed and long. Exactly. And then, of course, getting to Israel. Um, So we always ask the question of a first-year program, you think there'll be a second year? I hope so. (laughs) It's definitely a great program. The girls have been really enjoying it. And hopefully it'll be a second year. What do you think of the um, the geography? Where are they coming from? New York? All over. Everywhere. That was really the nicest thing. We had girls from L.A., Florida, Texas, Phoenix, Arizona, New Jersey, New York. So we really had girls from everywhere. Was so it difficult nice. getting advisors for this trip? No. I actually had a lot of people applying for the job. And we, my magical are amazing. amazing. And one of them or a formal tour guide knows everything about Italy? Um, we kind of supplemented some of it. Um, I teach Nach in my oh. other job, so that was helpful. There and you go. Yeah. So, it was great. And then our tour guide, we had a tour guide from Israel join us, who also helped with some of the Jewish history. And then, all my, most of my Madrigal are in education, so that's been helpful. One of the themes tonight, we really have two themes tonight. One is this TJJ celebration, which is remarkable. Yeah. The other one is the experience we had in meeting so much of the leadership of uh, Summer NCSY in April back at the Shabbaton in Connecticut and seeing how all of that training translates into a summer like this. Uh, with that in mind, I would assume your advisors, your Madri folk, are you know, formally trained, yes. really have become superstars in that whole area and have this ability to, in an amazing way, affect the lives of these teenagers. Yes, definitely. Um, and all of our Chabura, like the magical plan to each Chabura, we have learning every day on the program. 
and it really helped enhance the program a tremendous amount, especially with their background that they were coming in with. So it was great. You know, Shira, one of the things we love is uh, as we get to announce the increase in the number of Betsy summer programs. <laughs> so we owe you a debt of gratitude for Thank making you. it even more exciting for us. Really, my pleasure. Thank you very much for Thank joining you. us and Thank continued you. success this summer. Excellent. Thanks so much. A pleasure. Shira Conen uh, Cronenberg is the director of 4G Euro. They're in a first-year program. And it is, as you heard, an amazing one. You are listening to JM in the AM on another remarkable day with NCSY. In this case, Yom NCSY with all the amazing and incredible noise in the background as they get set for a fantastic program and wonderful concert. It's all coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM.
Mordechai Shapiro, it's JM in the AM. We're live, sort of, from uh, Yom Ntsiyaswai. Miriam Wallach is here. We have a lot of great special guests coming up. Mike Spain's going to join us, of course, leader at the OU. Um, 
Should we do our shout-outs now or go to Rabbi Goldwasser and come back and do those? What do you say? Um, uh, well, if you want to do them in a block, yeah. then we should hear the golden words of Rabbi Goldwasser. All right, we'll do that. So, Yoni, get ready with that. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas are of Zebnavis of Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basavis of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Tezot. Good morning. It says in Shmos, V'lakachti eschem li la'am. Usually, in order for a people to become a nation, they have to dwell in the same land where they were born and raised. If they become uprooted from their land and have to move elsewhere, they can't always maintain their own nationality. B'nai Yisrael, however, became a nation before they reached Eretz Yisrael. We have always been a nation, no matter which land we have gone to. The Yalkut Chodesh explains that the same language is employed with reference to Eretz Yisrael, the Holy Land, as the expression that is used for the Torah, Torah Tzivolonu Moshe, Moshe Rabbeinu commanded us the Torah, Moshe, it is an inheritance, Kehilas Yaakov, for the Kehila of Yaakov. Because the inheritance of Eretz Yisrael is not something that a person has an everlasting schus to, we have this privilege if we live a life according to Torah. Our claim to Eretz Yisrael depends on Klal Yisrael guarding our nationality through Shmir Samitzvus in Torah learning. The Michtam Elio says, the fact that we have a Yishuv in Eretz Yisrael today is a nace, it's a miracle. It is among the great chasodim that Hashem has bestowed upon His nation. We are able to come from one extreme, the point of Chorban Europa, the Holocaust, to the other extreme, and re-establish the yeshivas in the great centers of Yiddishkeit in Eretz Yisrael. We have to remember, though, there is an Eretz Yisrael de la Mata and an Eretz Yisrael Shalmaila, one that is below and one that is above. They both must exist simultaneously. We say in davening, Dovar Tziva Le'elef Dor. It has been thousands of years since we have gone into Golos, into the exile. How does the Ava, the great love, remain in our heart? The Michtam Elio explains, it's because of the holiness of Eretz Yisrael. That Kedusha continues to draw us near, no matter how long the bitter Golos is. This is the Yerusha, the inheritance that we have from Avraham Avinu. He was Moshe Nefesh. He self-sacrificed for the Nisayan, the challenge of Lech Lecha. The Talmidim of the Belzer Rebbe, Reb Shalom of Belz, had drawn water for the Maim Shalono, the special water which is used to bake matzahs. When they finished their task, they were leaving the water overnight to use the next day. They wished the Rebbe, L'shana haba B'Yerushalayim, next year in Yerushalayim. The Rebbe asked, why next year? We can take this water that we drew today and we can bake matzahs in Yerushalayim, and eat them in the presence of Mashiach tomorrow. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning physic. Have a nice day. Shame Thank you very much, Rabbi Goldwasser. Uh, Miri Mawalik is here. We'll be speaking with more representatives of the OU and NCSY coming up. By the way, it seems from the information I am getting that uh, our Nefesh Nefesh show... Wednesday morning, an absolute record breaker Yay. in terms of engagement with our audience worldwide, and I am so proud of that. And we had some great guests, 
Thank you God. did an amazing job producing the show. Thank and remi- remember, it was done on a plane. Just it was that. done on a plane. So there you go. All right, uh, some shout-outs. You ready for this? Let's go. These are people who contacted us in advance to make sure that um, we'd be able to uh, say hi to uh, Ayelet Rosen. That comes from Shalom uh, and Aviva Goodman. That's her aunt and uncle. So a shout-out to Ayelet, who's part of NCSY. What else do we have here? We have, um, oh, sorry about that, I got all my schedules. Oh, here's where all the schedules were. <laughs> Yoni, Yoni we were missing the schedules. <laughs> Yoni wanted an extra schedule, now I found them. We found them now. A southern shout-out going to Donnie Fuchs, part of Jolt, and Ari Fuchs, part of Built. I guess we're going to be seeing the Fuchses later on, all right? We love the Fuchses. We certainly do. Uh, we have a shout-out to Kayla Zlotnik, who will be at Yom CSY with Yad Biyad. Many thanks from Ira and Grunny. Zlotnik, all right. TJJ's 20th anniversary shout-out. We'll save that for later. Uh, a shout-out from the Strassmans. We'd love to Chaim Strassman from Abba and Ima. Thanks, Barbara. Thanks, Kenneth, everybody in the Strassman family. It wouldn't be a show without the Strassmans. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, hello to granddaughters Belle and Abby Schneider on the month-long NCSY tour from Michael and Janet Wallen. So it's a big shout-out. We have a shout-out for uh, our NCSY programs to Hannah, now listen to this, Lubeznik of Minneapolis-St. Paul from Paulina, Jean, Danny, David, Yoni, and I yell it. Have an easy, meaningful fast, they said for Tisha B'Av. Looking forward to the broadcast, especially NCSY and the Aliyah flight. And that's from our friend, Dr. Jean Berkovich. Wow. Nice shout-out. We also have a couple of shout-outs that are on my phone because they came in a little later than we preferred. So I'll get to those in a minute, and then we'll continue with our special guests here at Yom NCSY. You ready for these? I am. I will continue to provide yeah. lighting. Oh, yeah. And, uh, no, 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 no. Save your battery. I appreciate that. Somebody's going to have to use ways to get us back. This is a, um, a unique opportunity, everybody. A unique opportunity to uh, include some of our listeners in today's show. Aviva Rosen. Um, oh, let me get it back now. You know how phones can sometimes be a little detrimental? Temperamental, rather. A little wonky. A little temperamental. Exactly. Um, Aviva Rosen, shout out to our beautiful daughter, Ayelet Rosen, from Potomac, Maryland. So Maryland is checking in. Maryland. Uh, Russell Adler says, shout out for our daughter, Adina Adler, at Michleleden, whose birthday is on tuba. Uh, Happy birthday to uh, Adina. So technically it's her birthday. That's from uh, Tuba. is Friday. So, yeah, tonight will be her birthday, right? right? Uh, So Russell and Anita Adler check in with that. Oh, and look at this. Bobby and Zadie Weintraub have a shout-out to Chava Siegel, who's part of uh, Give, with a uh, message of we love you and we miss you. Wow, that's funny. Two places at once. Um, Two places? What do you mean? That was my voice in the background. Oh, hey. Nachum, you are very talented. <laughs> Throwing my voice. You are getting people seated and doing a show at the same time. Shout-out to NCS. I think something that we were trying to chase away earlier may have gotten... Onto my leg. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to NCSY co-op participant Kobe <laughs> Kasdan. Yikes. Uh, keep up the good learning, they say. Yikes about the bite, and not about s- the shadow. You could say that again. Yeah. And, uh, well, I think there was one more, and then we'll continue with our guests. I think it was, oh, yeah. we got. I read this to you earlier. We got this from uh, Rebitz and Shoshana Ganak. Oh, yeah. Thank you for an incredible NBN program. Listening to the show and the charter flight brings tears to my eyes. Oh, my. And hoping to be on that flight soon. <laughs> Enjoy Yom NCSY. And please give a shout-out to nephew Yoni Besser, spending the summer learning on NCSY Kolel. Anish Shoshana Shiowitz, who's spending the summer on Michlal. It comes from Shoshana and Rabbi Yitzi Ginak. So there you go. Some of the people who have been checking in, some amazing and wonderful people who have been checking in 
And uh, there you go. That's uh, some of our shout-outs here. Uh, Yoni says that you have a requirement now to remind everybody about social media and how they can follow yes. some of the great things that we're doing well, in well. Israel. What do, you, what, do you, what do you say? What do you say there, Miriam Wallach? Go I right say we love social media. Right. And um, we encourage everyone to follow us on social media. We thank Yoni for his hard work at social media. He really keeps us in touch. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Nachum Siegel Network. You can find us on Instagram at Nachum Siegel Network. Twitter, Nachum Siegel Net. Um, and, of course, you can find all of our programming at NachumSiegel.com. And those of us who are loving the listen line, shout out to everyone who's listening to us on the listen line. Give, your, right. give yourselves a round of applause. Yes, in your home or in your car, wherever it is you're connecting by telephone. Or you're at you. your desk. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's 605-562-4400. A shout out to everyone there as well. Oh, my word. You know, you know, Han- it's the superstar. The, you know that Hani Naiman is here, but Akiva Naiman is here. Can I tell here. you something? <laughs> it's, I mean... <laughs> Poor Hani. <laughs> Poor Hani. Uh, Hani's my darling niece, and she knows how much we love her darling husband. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. I mean, he's, um, a, he's an incredibly popular member of the family. And Yoni points out that if you're going to go to one of the three, go to Instagram, right? Right. That's well, it. right now there's a lot going on. We have a lot of a lot of content. Okay. We'll uh, we'll look into the calamine lotion. Uh, yeah, or the Benadryl. And the Benadryl supply here in Israel a little later on. And I thank you for securing our guests for the upcoming segment here at Yom sure. and CSY. This and we'd like to thank United Hatsala for the Benadryl they will be providing This later. is a challenging situation because, you know, it's interesting when you wake up with a, with a hundred bites, but when they're actually happening and you feel that, that's a little different. Right. So we, <laughs> so we, we, we might be dealing with the heat, and we might be dealing with the lack of, of lighting, and we might be able to handle the fact that we can't hear ourselves, but it's the bugs. It's, uh, that again. it's the bug bites. All right. We have more coming up, right? We do. So I would quickly go to a short song. All right. And we'll we're going to get our next guest on because Mr. Maish Bain joins you very, very momentarily. We're getting ready. Maisha Hecht is next. God is alive and well in Jerusalem, one of our favorite selections. We'll do that coming up. And I remind you to continue to stay tuned to our broadcast here as JM and the AM continues at the Nahum Siegel Network. And as we said earlier, follow us with all the incredible social media. So you can see all the photos and get all the information from us at JM and the AM. If I ever get back to California, I'm gonna round up every Jew I've ever known. I'm gonna sit down right down there in front of me. Gonna take out this guitar and sing them all the song. God is alive and well in Jerusalem, yeah. A people praying three times a day to Him. Throw away the cars and bones, the stocks and bones, and up catalogs. Grab a boat, a plane, if need be, swim. Yeah, it's a message we love transmitting when we're in Israel, and that is that God is alive and well in Jerusalem. Moshe Hecht off of the Yes Legacy here at JM in the AM. Well, Maish Bain, he's president of the OU. He has overseen over the last couple of years just amazing growth, incredible programming, and this, an NCSY organization, a summer program, uh, the collective summer program that has just become the darling 
of the international Jewish community. Maish Bain, an honor to welcome you back. Yeah, to always great to talk to you, Nathan. I am in the mood when you and I are together at this to wish you a mazel tov. <laughs> I feel like we're at a simcha. I feel like we're at a celebration. I know you take Jewish unity very seriously. I know you take love of Eretz Yisrael very seriously. I know you take great pride in all the Torah study that's going on with these kids all through the summer, even though tonight, obviously, they have this incredible night off. So I feel like we're at a simcha and that I owe you a mazel tov. Well, I think we owe each other a mazel tov. This is not a personal event. This is a Kalah Yisrael event, and it really is a mazel tov. We're celebrating not only the Torah that's learned here, but the connection that all these kids are making to the country, to Israel, and to each other as part of the Jewish people, which is necessarily going to affect them for the rest of their lives. It is remarkable. The um, Some people listening might think that what you just said only applies to those who had no connection to Israel before they got here, public school youth, etc., who are well represented here tonight. But I know that you mean that our yeshiva kids and those that I always refer to in the yeshiva league high school league and all the they are having the same type of transformation maybe in a little bit of a different way but the same type of growth this summer absolutely look there's always a risk when you're in the from community that you become very insulated you begin to think that your world is the entirety of the Jewish community and to spend the summer seeing that there's so many other kids from backgrounds that are different than yours who also want to connect to God who also want to grow in Judaism it changes your growth itself you know earlier we had, not that this is such a revelation, but for, for this programming it is because we had never discussed it before. All these programs are fed by what goes on in NCSY all year round. You know, the, I, I joked earlier when they're sitting in a Starbucks in some city in the United States having one of these Torah sessions, it's there that they're introducing to these students the concept of coming along to Israel for the summer, which is really remarkable. So this is not in and of itself a two-month project. This is happening all year round. Well, absolutely. It happens all year round. It leads to these kinds of experiences that are clearly more intense than the casual afternoon get-together for an hour. And even this experience is merely a precursor to coming after high school and learning here a full year, which many, many of both the yeshiva kids and even many, many of the public school kids actually do primarily because of these kinds of experiences. It's really amazing. Have you heard anything in terms of great stories, like one kid where you couldn't believe they came from a certain background or situation or parental battle, which we don't encourage, but we know sometimes happens? Anything you've been told already specifically about one of these cases out there? <laughs> well, we, we frankly are not very encouraging of parental battles. <laughs> That's and, for uh, sure, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I know that it's not part of the culture that we're trying to <laughs> encourage. But there are, uh, for example, last year we began a Machina program in the Colwell. Which we had 11 students with no backgrounds, public school kids who came to a full-time learning program. Seven of them did not know how to read Hebrew before they came. One of them never had a bar mitzvah, and we actually celebrated their bar mitzvah at the age of 17 at the Kola last summer. Of those kids, seven are coming to Israel to learn after high school next uh, year. And full year program. Exactly. What we know is the gap year. Just incredible. The whole thing is amazing. And uh, yeah, I wasn't encouraging any battles with parents, but I did say earlier that in some cases with the public school youth, sometimes with the urging of the parents and sometimes with the blessing of the parents, right? You have a, you have a whole spectrum of things. I got to ask you, obviously, some general questions about the OU you've taken. I mean, look, if someone would ask what the Maish Bain agenda has been, I believe you would proudly say 
that the last couple of years you've really wanted to concentrate on Jewish education for everybody, whether it's these youth, whether it's adults around the country, whether it's the incredibly large Jewish community of New York and New Jersey. I, I think you can conclude at this point that so far that has been a success. Well, I wouldn't call it the Moish Bain agenda. I think it's an <laughs> OU agenda. Some might call it a Jewish <laughs> agenda. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's, we have a lot of partners within the organization, both on the lay side and the professional side, who, who share this agenda. I agree with you that it has been very successful. And the success is a reflection of the thirst that the community has at so many different levels, not just high school kids, not just our, on our college campuses where our JLIC programs are giving opportunities to kids in secular universities to learn Torah during the course of their year, but even on the adult level. And the programs that we're, we've already introduced and that we're planning to introduce to give Jews of all kinds of backgrounds as adults and even as retirees to engage in Torah learning as a significant part of their life is very, very encouraging and exciting. I'm glad you mentioned JLIC. I was pointing out earlier how some groups like this, NCSY Summer, might be hesitant to grow at a rapid pace like you are because it's hard to staff. You need quality people and somehow you have been able to really incorporate even more and more quality staff members. A shout out to JLIC because I frankly don't know how you find these couples, these Jewish heroes who are undertaking these tasks and some of them on difficult college campuses. Uh, I don't know where the supply comes from, but maybe you could shed some light on it where well, you're finding them. Well, it's amazing because the, the couples really come from across the world. We have many, many couples, many who are Anglophone, but who comes from Israel, and they don't intend to stay in America. They intend to come for four or five years, develop an expertise, develop the experience of working with American kids and then returning to Israel. We even had a couple last year from Germany that would have been German and working in education in Germany who came to be JLIC couples for a year. And of course, the majority are United States, born and bred, out of our yeshivas, out of Yeshiva University, out of other places. And the growth of the community over the last 30 years has produced these enormous talents that we have now at JLIC and at NCSY. When you look at NCSY advisors today, you're able to grow because the pool right. of yeshiva right. boys and girls has grown so enormously. Right. And therefore, we're able to grow exponentially because of that. And they have a desire to stay within that circle, become madrichim and madrichot themselves, right. advisors during the year, right. etc. So do you get a chance to, to see up close and personal the JLIC experience? Yeah, I was fortunate over the course of the last year, I went to two campuses. I agree with JLIC. I try to go to at least one campus every semester. Right. My wife and I go, and it's incredibly oh, the exciting. Oh, Shabbat experience. Yeah, the whole Shabbat experience, wow. and it's really, really, it's very exciting to meet the young people who want to grow even when they're involved in their studies, even during finals, they're showing up to learn. It's very, very exciting. That's unbelievable. Well, look, I mean, continued blessings. It's really an, an amazing program. This, as I said, I think is one of the great simplest of the Jewish world. Yeah. Just the unity in and of itself is so remarkable, and to see everybody come together like this. And I am amazed, because <laughs> I know attitudes toward Jewish music, and that's, of course, the, the main <laughs> staple of tonight. I am amazed that not only the yeshiva teenagers, but the public school youth as well are inspired by what goes on yep. in the Jewish music arena, which is so great. Yep. Tadarabatahu. Thank, Thank you so much for joining me, and continued Hatzlava. Thank you. Same to you. I appreciate that. Maish Bain, he's president of the OU, doing a remarkable job and overseeing such an amazing staff and an NCSY summer program growth that is to be envied by any organization, by any youth group, by any leadership in the United States and beyond. Uh, more coming up. Miriam Malik is providing us with another guest. I think, Yoni, am I right that they're about to go with some fireworks here? We'll do our own fireworks. We will, um, we will, <laughs> we will introduce somebody that we've been very anxious to speak to for the last couple of months ever since we heard of his role. Oren, shalom to you. This is Oren Bendelstein. 
who is director of ReSurf. It is another first-year program. I'll give you a chance to tell our audience what is ReSurf. ReSurf is an organization. It's a, it's a uh, program. It's a, it's a summer camp that's been built since 2012, but now taken on by uh, NCSY to really uh, build leadership and enable teens to become true leaders to help make a difference for uh, students that uh, in Israel that live in boarding schools um, that have to leave their homes for all sorts of different reasons. And uh, we give them life, we give them passion, we give them energy. We, we um, create relationships with the, with the students in Israel and at the same time um, have an amazing time with our teams that are part of uh, our summer program traveling all over Israel, getting to surf, getting to learning how to surf for the first time, uh, traveling, uh, being, uh, zip lining, uh, doing stand-up paddle boarding, wakeboarding. I mean, we're we could call this an adventurous program. I would call it a leadership program with a social service uh, twist, twist, and. Um, um, and, and what we found at the end of the summer, which is our, tonight is our last night here, ah. is we built a family of ambassadors. It's not about the summer. It's about them, the, our teens coming home, being leaders in their schools, building up leadership uh, by, by building clubs and creating more awareness and helping more pe kids and people all over the world. Where are you from? I'm from New York. New York City. New Yorkers, sir? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I live in Long Beach. So Long Beach, uh, I about a two-minute walk to the beach from do you, my have, house. do you have any experienced surfers with you this summer? Say that again? Do you have any experience? We have a couple. Yeah, there are maybe like out of our 30, we had about five of our teens that have been in the water. And, and, and the other 25 want to learn it. They got to learn how to surf, and they loved it. I mean, the, our biggest problem on our trip was how do we do programs outside of the water because they were just so excited and they, everybody just connects. I mean, the water is a powerful thing. We know Mayim Mekhaim, you know, that's the, the world that works on water. And what is it? What is it that, it's, that is instilled in them when they have that type of water experience? There's just a connection that they make with each other, with, with, with God. Nature, right? Yeah, and, and, um, and, it's, and I guess like in a lot of ways in terms of like Jewish outreach, what better way to connect to a student than to be able to get into the water with them and push them into a wave and, and uh, for the very first time sometimes and just be able to share that stoke that they get. And, uh, and then after that, I mean, it's, it's basically, it's a, it's a done deal in terms of our relationship. And then we talk Torah and we, talk, and we create bonds together and we, and we meet Israelis that are religious, that are not religious from all sorts of, from all the aspects that we got going on in Israel. And they get to see that, and they get to see the amazing people that are here, and uh, it's inspiring. And, and our, our goal here is to inspire teens, and that's what we're doing. But we're not just inspiring our teens, we're inspiring Israelis and giving uh, just regulars. So they're getting to meet the people. They're not just on a travel trip where you are touring. We're really traveling and meeting the people and mingling with the Israelis and seeing life in their eyes. And it's been an incredible, fun journey. Oren Bendelstein is here. We're talking about resurf. There'll be a second year, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, like it's um, we're definitely looking in this coming year to uh, actually, hopefully, add another component. Uh, possibly, right now we work with public school students, but we're looking into possibly uh, working with also the uh, Yeshiva Day School students as well, and giving them the opportunity to be on a trip like this. Um, but yeah, this year we had 30. Next year we're hoping to have 60 students. But most of all, we're looking to do something new uh, within NCSY where we can have year summer programs with a year-round component. So it only it starts here in Israel, but it goes 
throughout the year where you get these students motivated, you get them to become real true leaders, and they go to their schools, and they, they, they recruit and find other Jewish teams inside their schools, and then they go out and they do chesed missions with us. So it's, it's Is it difficult to surf? No way. Anybody can do it. We, me, well, I'll get you out there at some point. Oh, yeah. It's very easy. All you got to do is be willing to get on a board and go into the water. That's it. That's it, yeah. And by the end of the day, I'll be able to do that. You're, you're, you're going to ride a wave no matter what. Yeah, I can, only, I can only imagine. That would be some experience. Owen Bendelstein, he directs ReSurf. It's a first-year program which has, seen, which has seen great success. Thank God. Wishing you the best of luck. Thank, Thank you so much. You. Thank, Thank you, you for having much. me. Have a, a great pleasure. night. JM in the AM. Yeah, it's nighttime here, even though you are, uh, you are experiencing this as a uh, Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM. What we're going to do is... We're going to go to a song from one of the stars of the um, one of the stars of tonight's Yomensius Y. Shlomo Katz and Eitan Katz are together. Here's one of them, Shlomo Katz at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. You hear the background? The background is the Yom and CSY celebration. Ziggy Zarnist is here. He's director of Rescue Israel, partnering with United Hatzalah to give um, some of our amazing teenagers an incredible experience and life-saving techniques, I would assume. Ziggy Zarnis, welcome to JM and the AM. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Can you hear me, or do you want to work on my ears, maybe, to help me? I can hear you. It's loud, but it's great. (laughs) I think I may need some help, frankly. Uh, This is a program in its first year? Correct. And um, I don't know how the concept came about. I think it's unique and different in that the bulk of the time, I assume, the teenagers are spending in these life-saving environments. Am I right? Correct. And uh, has it been a success so far? Thank God. It's been really great. I think the program was long in the works for a while, but about a year ago, uh, David Culler approached me and asked me if I'd be interested in running such a program. So, of course, I was in Israel for a wedding, so I met with uh, United Hatzalah, and we started, you know, putting things together, and we came up with uh, an amazing program. We changed the itinerary a few times, and thank God, here we are today. How many teens are there? So, in inaugural year, we had 22. So, we wanted, we were shooting for 30, but we're, thank God, happy uh, we got a bus. I think that's a great number. And like I say, it's unique. Talk about a niche. You're talking about kids that really want to be experts in life-saving techniques. That's what it's about, right? Correct. This is not a CPR course. This is really getting a full-fledged experience. It's CPR plus. So right, it's exactly. a whole week. A whole week of class. And do they get to go out on these different, uh, you know, with the different Atsela members in challenging situations? So, yeah, actually, uh, after their week of training, we put them through a, a surprise drill. We, we simulated a terrorist attack. Um, we had five or six ambulances waiting in front of the hotel. We, we all have radios, so that was their first night. And then that Friday, and really this entire week, we've been rotating shifts on the ambulance for the teams. That could be scary, that whole thing. It, it, yeah, I mean, it, it, they were they were they they knew something was coming because I was freaking them out all week. But they were ready. They, they did great. Hatsala said that our group did better than some of the professionals that have been doing this for years because they're fresh and they're so into it. And so their heart's really into it. Ziggy Zarnas is with us. Do they have any experience walking into this program? Back in the United States, have they done any of this? So some kids have ambulance experience, CPR, but you could ask them. They, it's nothing to prepare them for what they see, what they do, and how they train here. It's completely different. It's cutting edge. Hatsala is responding in 90 seconds, and in Spring Hill or Fairlawn, where I'm from, it takes nine minutes for an ambulance to get there. And do, they, do you have students that have zero experience yes. at it? Correct. It's, it's really every end of the spectrum. So you were, they heard about it and said, I want to start by jumping in completely. Yeah, this is for like the student that's interested in the fun aspect, but also kind of building the resume. And this program does both, because they right. get real-life hands-on medical experience. But we still, every night, we're touring, we're having fun, we're doing drills, we're doing the same things as all the other programs, just with the Hatsala twist. We talk about leadership and how all these programs, you know, end up having a very big influence on Jewish leadership. I, I would say this is really a matter of not only leadership, but community involvement. When you have a guy like this making the type of commitment you describe, it's, we're really talking about somebody who wants to be involved in the community down the road. Correct. This Hatsala's model is community-based response, and these kids are all people that we want to go back to be leaders and back not only for NCSY, but also for their respective uh, volunteer organizations, whether it be Hatsala, their local squads, their schools. We look to them as the next leaders of the next generation. Well, I wish you continued luck. I assume the, the next year, year two, is going to be even bigger and better. Yeah, thank God. I'll, I'll actually I'll tell you a quick story. Sure. Um, somebody on the ambulance today, Hatsala, just messaged me. There was a lady that had an irregular pulse, and we had two of our kids on that took her pulse, and they recognized the signs of an irregular heartbeat. 
and they called ALS, which is Advanced Life Support, and she was having a heart attack. And the two Hatsala EMTs that were with her didn't pick it up, and they said it's because we have fresh ears. So they literally saved somebody's life. A real heart attack. What more is there to say? Thank you, Ziggy. Thank Congratulations you so and good luck. Thank you. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world the web at AlcomSingle.com. On the Malcolm Single Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. I see Alan Fagan knows exactly what I need. He knows exactly what I need. Alan Fagan. Alan Fagan ready to hand me a wet washcloth that he sees I am in desperate need of, to say the least. What an amazing simcha this is. Unbelievable. Thank you for welcoming us again to Yom CSY. Thank you so much for being here. I mentioned earlier that because of the environment and knowing what we're celebrating, Jewish unity, your unbelievable leadership when it comes to the connection to Israel that these kids and so much of the OU and NCSY have, and of course the Torah education that every one of them are getting in different levels that every one of them is getting this summer. With all that together, I feel like we're at a simcha. i got to wish you mazel tov. <laughs> Thank you. So it's really Thank a remarkable you. event. Thank you. Uh, you've seen amazing growth. This is a total of 2,500 people, and I use that number because it's not just the 1,600 participants. It's very proud lay leaders and families that love a winner. And this organization, you can attest to, is a real winner. Absolutely. But what I need to tell you, Nachum, is it's not just the kids, and it's not just the lay leaders, but we're not counting the staff. And the heart and soul of these programs is the most remarkable staff that you can assemble anywhere in the world bar none you know it's funny as you know you know this better than anybody you're the the longest veteran with us at doing this every show takes on a personality and a theme this year aside from the tjj celebration which is not to be ignored uh, the theme has been the growth of ncsy's summer programs which a lot of organizations would be hesitant to do at this pace because of what you just mentioned. Where will you get high-quality staff in those numbers? And yet, every time you have a challenge like that, you meet it. Baruch Hashem, it's, it's, uh, it's so remarkable to me that as we expand year after year, this summer with about 200 more kids than we had last summer and plans to add additional programming next summer, we're still turning away hundreds and hundreds of staff members who want to volunteer to lead TJJ buses to be Madrichim and Madrichot in the Kolel and in Michlelet, the finest of our young people anywhere. And we're, we're able to attract them in droves, and they are the heart and soul of these programs. They are what make these programs really sing and dance. You know, you and I had a shared experience once you've had, one you had many, many times, and because of you, we were able to have it this year, which was attending the leadership seminar Shabbaton that took place in Connecticut in April. Correct. Um, I am not in any way minimizing the accomplishments of those who led this organization in the 70s, 80s, 90s, etc. But now, this formal seminar-type, I almost say degree-type, uh, formal education that your leaders are getting in so many different areas across the board has really inculcated them with a, a resume of leadership that, you know, that ends up being... 
ends up being ends up manifesting itself in all of this. It's, um, it's it's true, and it's so critical for us to be able to focus on professional development. That's what it is, professional development, and it's professional development for our advisors. And it's professional development for our full-time staff, which keeps growing by the day and providing opportunities for them to grow in their learning, to grow in their Yiddishkeit, and to grow in their skills as, as leaders within the communal world. All right, so let me be redundant, if I may. You know how much talent there is here? You know how much talent there is tonight among those who are staff members who officially have a designation of Madricha, Madrich, advisor, counselor, whatever you want to call them. Collectively, you're talking about an immense amount of potential leadership for the future of the Jewish people. Hundreds. And they are, in fact, the future of the Jewish people. And there's nothing more heartwarming for me than to be able to have the opportunity to see them, Guys, to speak with them. I spent I spent the afternoon speaking to the Madrichim in the NCSY Kolel. What a remarkable group. There are almost a hundred staff members in the Kolel alone. And they are the very finest young men and the Madrichot in Michlela, the finest young women in our community. Yeah, you know what? Uh, that's a good message thank to the parents out there. They should realize that, thank God, Leon her, their children are with real great role models. Incredible role models. And what we try to tell them is that not only are they teaching and imparting Torah to the kids in our programs, but more importantly, they're allowing our kids to see them and to see what they're going to look like in a couple of years. More importantly, what they want to look like in a couple of years. And, th and that is just an incredible, incredible, heartwarming experience. All right, have you had a chance to visit any of them? I don't know if you just arrived, if you've been here for a week. I'm here, I'm here for a week. I've seen as many programs as I could get to in a week. Give me one that highlights that, that you know, that you that you would love that this audience to be aware of. A lot of this audience knows Kolel, knows Michlelet. Tell me something that you would wish our listeners would see firsthand. Every one of the 1,600 teams that's here is a story. I know, that's true. And a beautiful story. It's so true. And I wish we could somehow find a way to publish the stories of every one of these kids. But I'll give you two. Oh, great. This past week, at the Kolel, last year we started a Mechino program within the Kolel. Public school kids embedded within the NCSY Kolel. We had 15 boys year, in that program last summer. Ten of them were rising seniors, so they just graduated this past June. Of those ten guys with no background whatsoever who were in the Mechino program last summer, seven of them come Elizman are going to be learning in Israel. I take it now they know how to read Hebrew. I take it now they know how to read Hebrew. Now they know how to read Hebrew. Three of them couldn't read Hebrew when they came. And seven of them are now going to be learning in Israel next year. We just duplicated that program on the girls' side in Mechlelet. We've got 20 girls from public school in Mechlelet. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, for the first time this summer. And as much influence as these programs have on these public school teens, that's how much influence the public school teens has on the desire of everyone else to adopt them, to teach them, to embrace them as family. It's such a wonderful, wonderful relationship. And that's really what tonight is all about. You know, it's interesting, this model of NCSY, Yeshiva kids playing, meaning the children, the teenagers, playing a major role in the public school youth enjoying the program, which we've seen over the years, 
over the decades already with NCSY. That's now happening here. I mean, for Michelet, which I would assume never had public school never. youth, to now have 20 kids in it. I mean, we're going to approach a time where half the program is public school youth. And it's not like they're off to the side. Right. They, they have their own integrated. classes but otherwise are fully integrated within the McClellan experience. They're going on the same trips. They're eating the same meals. They're sleeping in the same dorms. And the, and the, the bilateral influence that takes place is something absolutely extraordinary. All right, one of the things you know, and you've been very helpful to us with our Jewish Unity Initiative. You know how important tonight is this Yom Tzisoy for Jewish Unity. If you, if you would take... If you would take certain stories of different backgrounds, there are kids here who would never, ever interact with each other. And here they are here tonight celebrating, and as you pointed out, in many cases literally being in the same summer program, you know, enjoying this summer. So a big shout-out for Jewish Unity tonight because there is no greater display than this. Let me tell you a wonderful story. Last week, in the Kolel, in this Mechana program in the Kolel, there were two boys who had never put on film before. We gave As them both tefillin, and we had a Hanukkah tefillin ceremony one morning last week in Beit Meir in the NCSY Kola. Twenty minutes of singing and dancing. It was as if these two boys had their entire the family there with them at this wonderful Israel. event. Israel. At the end of the program, the one of the two young men who put on tefillin fabulous young man from Houston, Texas, and the gets up of in front of the entire COLA. It what hundreds of kids and staff. And he says the, the following. South, the east, or says, the I was admitted land. to the University of but Texas. Here, That's where I planned here, on going next year. But I want to come to Israel next year and learn for the year. So I want to ask all of you to do something for me. I want you to, to all pray for me because the University of Texas wouldn't give me a deferment oh to be able to spend the year in Israel. Israel I've filed an appeal of, of that determination. Of I'm asking everyone here to pray that that appeal will, will be granted. Amazing. That. Amazing. And we know in our tradition, when one prays for another, it's even more powerful. So look what he's got. He's got the whole Kolel praying. He's got the whole Kolel praying for him. And now he's got the whole apparatus of OU advocacy that's going to be working to get the University of Texas to allow him to be here next year. I would think people like you would be quite familiar with these types of procedures. And, and, and you would say there is hope, right? There is hope, and we're going to do everything that we can. Unbelievable. To, to, to pave the way for him to be able to be here. He's one of the finest young men I've ever met. And, and that's, that's the impact. It's, it's, it's one kid at a time. You can talk about having 1,600 kids in summer programs, but 1,600 is one 1,600 times. I didn't realize that, we'd have a, that we always discuss a synthesis of your different departments. I didn't realize that OU uh, advocacy would actually have a role in the future of some of these well, we, have, we have very close relationships with Senator Cruz and others within the Texas state government. And we're going to use every means at our disposal to try to get the University of Texas to allow this young man who desperately wants to learn here next year to give him the opportunity to be able to do that. Um, a lot of organizations are afraid of growth. I pointed out one of the reasons earlier. David Cutler insists that later in this show he's going to announce at least two new programs for next summer. Who knows, maybe even more than that. 
I guess there's really no stopping this summer NCSY train at the moment, huh? You know, it's not it's not growth for the sake of growth. Right. What not what just for we, numbers. What we look at is the condition of American Jewry, the condition of American Jewish teens. And as much as we try to focus on what it is that we've accomplished, we focus a lot more on what it is that we have yet to, to accomplish. And that means that we need to continue to bring more and more kids in because we see the impact that, this, that these programs are having on them. They work. And that imposes a very special obligation on us to try to take in as many kids as we can possibly afford to take and to continue to find creative ways to offer unique programming that meets the needs and the interests of every Jewish kid that's out there. Unbelievable. And, and they all have different aspirations, they have different goals, they have different things that sort of move them. And that's what we're really trying very hard to do, is to, yeah. is to find ways to speak to every one of these kids so that they can get the sense <coughs> of what life is like Jewishly. Moments ago, we were speaking about the 22 kids that are spending their summer learning life-saving techniques. Yeah. I mean, you know, call a kavod to them, but talk about a niche that NCSY was able to provide. Nobody else is doing that for them. They're Absolutely. working alongside professionals in this area and working 24 hours a day when necessary just to experience the whole thing. And, and the kids who are on that program probably wouldn't be interested in being on lots of other programs. Right. And there are going to be other kinds of programs that other kids are going to be interested in. And we need to continue to branch out so that we find something that appeals to the intellect and to the heart of every Jewish kid in America. All right, listen, it's no secret that you help facilitate us to talk about all this and spread the word throughout the Jewish world. I thank you for that. I wish you the biggest mazel tov. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I can't think of a family celebration that includes three screens, fireworks, and two major Jewish music stars. This may be the biggest family celebration we've been to in a long time like this. Absolutely, and we should continue to celebrate for many years. Thank you, Alex. Thank, thank, you, thank you so much for everything. Alex Vegan, everybody, of course. And um, an amazing and incredible night here with Yom NCSY. What can I tell you? We have been privileged to be part of this uh, amazing and incredible experience so many times and in this way uh, we get the ability to spread the word and alert you to some of the fantastic and incredible things that are happening uh, on the Jewish youth scene. Eitan Katz, he is part of tonight's program. He's on JM in the AM.
JM in the AM, Eitan Katz. He'll be on stage later here at Yom NCSY with Shlomo Katz. Imagine that, the two of them together. Jeremy Goldfeder's here. He's director of Euro Ice, and I would ask him what Euro Ice stands for, but come on, Jeremy. You know it's so obvious to all of our listeners. Why even bother with that? Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's nice to see you. Nice to be here. So Euro Ice would indicate to me that there's a European component to this trip. Explain to everybody how it works. So we start off at JFK, fly into Amsterdam, spend a few days there. Then you go to the big synagogue, you go to Anne Frank's house? Yes, do all the, the right cool. sights in Amsterdam, it's amazing. You see about four million bicycles? We actually took our own bicycle ride, That's got to cool. see all the windmills. It was uh, fantastic. After a couple days, we then go to uh, Italy. So we uh, spent Shabbat in Venice, our first uh, shop is there, travel through Italy, then to Slovenia. Home, uh, which many people wonder why, but yeah. it's a beautiful now, part of uh, Europe to uh, where we got to go whitewater rafting, tobogganing, a whole bunch of other outdoor really activities. Then we swing back so into uh, back so into Italy, go to Rome for another Shabbos. So we're around 12 days in Europe before we go to Israel. That's the Europe component. So you just got to Israel? Like what's going on? We got to Israel last. Of course, Right before Tisha B'Av, a couple days before Tisha B'Av. How many, uh, how many participants do you have on Euroas? We have a full bus, 41 kids, uh, and 10 staff. Why is this so attractive to them, tell me? Or they just like to travel? I think most of them came for the Europe experience and the Israel experience. There, there are other programs from NCSY but that offer the Israel component, but the Europe component is really what uh, these teams really Do you get a lot of returnees, those who've been part of an Israel program but now want to do something different? We do get a lot of second year right. that have gone to... Uh, um, TJJ, and then they'll come to us. We do have some returnees that have gone Sometimes for sort of Shanabet for Euro Ice itself. Um, but uh, I'd say 35 of the kids are sort of new to the NCSY program. You know, earlier in the day, in the night, however, when we to the show at this point, so we spoke about the obvious inspiration that Israel gives these teens, the obvious quote unquote inspiration that, that teens may get from a trip to Poland. When you're in Amsterdam and in Italy, uh, Slovenia, is there a, a, an inspirational component for these youngsters? Very much so. In every city that we visit, we've gone to, uh, in Florence, it was the most magnificent shul I've ever seen. They got to experience it. We actually got to Davin Tfilan, some of the, in the great synagogue in Rome, we actually got to Davin. So the inspiration from there. Them, uh, for them comes from what used to be unfortunately in most of these European cities. Some of them do still do have an active uh, synagogues that go on, but it is inspiring for all of them to understand and that's why we take the trip from Europe through to Israel of what Europe was, what Europe is today, and then they finally touch down at Ben Gurion and really understand what it's like to be in our true homeland. So it is very inspiring. It's interesting, the, again, the Eastern European trip has a certain personality. I think it's obvious to everybody what that is. But what you just pointed out, that a lot of these places used to be bustling Jewish communities, or a lot of these places have a certain attitude toward Jews as they travel through them. All those become part of this whole summer experience. Very much so. They really get to understand a feeling what it's like to live in Europe today and now be free in Israel. It's a total different experience. You know a lot of adults need these trips, you know? A lot of my friends have you know told me, Jeremy, right? we want, we're jealous of you, we want to come also. It's, uh, again, you know, one of the things we've been doing all through this show is recognizing the accomplishments of those who led this organization 20, 30, 40 years ago. Today, I mean, obviously they're following in great footsteps, but my gosh, there, there was no such thing as programming like this back then. And there are people who would really give anything to be part of this and included in their growth experience Jewishly, you know? 
for sure, for sure. So it's a different type of thing. Um, what year is this for you, uh, Euroice? This is, I believe, 15 years old. Oh, so it's so a really, it's a veteran program. Yes, it's my first year running Euroice, but it's a veteran program, yeah. Sure. You enjoying it? Absolutely. It, as it says, the best summer ever. It is my best summer ever. My wife is with me on the trip. We are having an unbelievable time. And give me, before we say goodbye, give me a comment about this. Give me a comment about what you're looking at to I've your left. I've never, I'm in the event business. <laughs> this is a part-time thing for me. I've never seen anything like this. Absolutely amazing. I said it's like a big family simcha, frankly. Yeah, this is something <laughs> beyond my expectations, that's for sure. <laughs> a pleasure to see you again. Likewise, thank you. Jeremy Goldfeder, it's Euro Ice, everybody. Euro Ice. Keep that in mind next time you're looking for a wonderful program for your team during these summer months. We're with NCSY. This is this is a um, an amazing night. Yom NCSY here in Latrun. You're listening to a Thursday JM in the AM. There are thousands of people dancing in the aisles. Enjoying this celebration and having a wonderful time here at Yeoman's Wife. Rebecca Schrogmayer, is that the right pronunciation? Director of Yad Biyad. Yad Biyad has its own reputation. She started as a Yad Biyad participant. Now she directs the entire program. Welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much for having us. It's a pleasure. A pleasure. Not much I can do about the noise, by the way. <laughs> it adds to the environment. That's true. Explain to my audience what Yad Biyad is. Okay. Thank you for having us. Sure. Yad Biyad is Yachad's summer program that takes teenagers with and without disabilities to Israel. We have four buses on two different trips. We go all over, touring, learning, volunteering, doing all sorts of activities that you would think of when you think of a great trip to Israel, but we just do it in an inclusive way where every single person can participate. One might think that there are therefore some challenging situations when it comes to your group. Not every part of Israel is built for special needs or special situations. Tell me how you deal with those. That is a great question. I, somebody today said, and I quote from uh, what the director of Trip 2, that she's never met a more creative group of staff members in yeah. her life. I think that the people involved in the program, the creativity, you know, it's just a part of it because the love is there. And when the love and the want and everyone wanting to just want all their friends to be there and included with it, everything else is secondary. And we, we do get creative. We bring our participants rappelling and zip lining and rafting and all these things that you may wonder, how does somebody who uses a wheelchair rappel down a mountain? But and, you know what? And, and, you ain't, and you ain't kidding about any of it. Yes, You're exactly. You're serious. Exactly. All right, so we understand the benefit of those teams, advisors who are, you know, in Israel and being inspired by Israel. Give me a moment. Let them finish. But what about the interaction between the teens and counselors and those Yad Biyad participants? Tell me about that dynamic and how it adds a whole other level of growth and leadership to that group. Great. You are good at your job. You know all the questions. Thank you. <laughs> I want to go um, I love it. So I would say, it's kind of you know, exactly like what, what you said. The relationships um, and interactions are so multidirectional and the impact. And, like and when you look at our program, you may think, oh, home, that's so interesting. They're 
participants without disabilities and perhaps they're volunteering for people with disabilities or staff you know maybe they're there for one one group more than another group but it's so far from true on our trips that each of our participants come with so much strength and are impacting each other and I think that at this point in the summer that's been the biggest takeaway for the entire group and for our participants thinking that they were coming maybe even to volunteer when really they've been gaining even more sometimes than than you know a participant who's been with Yachad for years. I want to tell you what I think of when I think of Yad Biyad, and this is where I think there's an additional component to the growth of a of a person who's you know of a of a typical background. Let's put it that way. There's probably a situation in Yad Biyad this summer where you get somewhere and the wheelchair cannot cannot you know trans trans uh, what's the word you know transverse or you know get get can't get they can't get through and I would bet. Your teens and staff say to each other, hey guys, let's just lift up the wheelchair. Let's just take it, carry it, get it where it needs to go. And I bet small episodes like that have a lot to do with the general attitude that these kids get, not only toward the campers in Yad Biyad, but towards other people in general. Totally, 100%. You've seen that happen, right? I, we, This is an everyday occurrence. You know, or, or instead of going that path, they go the other way. Someone brings out their, their sound system, and there's a dance party in the other direction. You know the activities can switch in a moment, but uh, yeah, it's the group. The group is about having a great time. I think that they really—they're so excited for all the aspects of, of Israel, the beautiful aspects, and growing their connection to Judaism. Um, but it's really the social elements that stick out the most. And I think that no matter where they're going and how excited they are to be there them wanting to be with all of their friends and them wanting to be with every single person on the program not just their small group that they right. came with that that becomes the most important thing you remember your first year i do it's a long time ago. i'm sure and now you get to direct everybody rebecca schrag mayor director of yad biyad which is in do you know what year yad biyad is in have any, any idea this is the 20th year oh it's the 20th year this is my 12th summer wow it's an amazing program it's it really it's it's the start of a journey for many of our our participants myself included who then continue their relationships with the other with the participants that they meet on the programs for the rest of their lives and continue their involvement with yahad and the ou for the rest of their lives talk about you great having you on thanks so much for joining me tonight thank you so much jamnam thursday that's right it's a Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM as we continue and we have uh, we have yet another wonderful leader of a, you know, I'll tell you I said this earlier and I continue to say it I don't know where they find these people I don't know where they find all these amazing uh, leaders all these amazing and incredible people who are leaders at NCSY. Yes, Mary Mullen. Sometimes they find them in the Presidential Fellowship. Oh, really? That's great. Look at this. I'm in competition Rabbi with myself. How do you like that? The Next Step Internship Program is in its second year. The leader is Malki Hammetz. I hope that's pronounced properly. It is. Welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Tell us what the Next Step Internship Program is. So Next Step Israel Internships is a four-and-a-half-week internship-based summer program for teens primarily um, from the New York, New Jersey area, although right. we do have teens from all across America and Canada. We place our teens in internships in various fields in the Jerusalem area um, uh, for four days a week. And the other days of the week, we're traveling, we're exploring, we're doing more of a classic Israel touring touring trip. 
Um, we have teams working in internships and marketing, design, architecture. You know why we were skeptical when we first heard about this last year? Because we said how many Israeli institutions, organizations, corporate, etc. are going to cooperate with you guys and provide a relatively short internship, four plus weeks, to these students. And yet, look what's happened. Thank God we've had so much demand. Um, we were actually just checking in with a number of our internship providers this past week just to see how things are going, see how we could best support our teens. What do they tell you? And they have glowing feedback, thank God. We have teens who are working on developing an app uh, for, for um, basically it's collating and collecting all the various volunteer experiences that people could be involved in, in the Jerusalem area. Very nice. So these, we have teens who are coding in like five different languages I have, you know, I've never even heard of. Um, and the provider is saying, hey, when can you get, get us some more interns? When are these guys coming back for next summer? Right, because the big question to everybody who observes this program is how much can you accomplish in four weeks? Now you've made it obvious. You could really make a difference. Absolutely. Especially when that organizational head or the corporate head you know, is working hand in hand and trying to, you know, utilize the talent that these kids have. Um, how large is the program at this point? We have 55 teams this summer. Really? Last year, they're around 30, and the yeah. program's basically doubled in size. You know, I get some of the fun programs why kids want to do it. Internships, internships are not. Who would have thought? So you're as a, with me. As a teen, I never would have wanted to exactly. do an internship program. You're with, you're with me on this one. Exactly. And this is just going to keep growing? Keep growing. We we had to turn away a number of teens. You know, we just couldn't accommodate for this summer. We wanted to make sure the growth was manageable. And we wanted to make sure that we got the best internships possible for these teens. And we said, you know, we have to cap it at a certain point. But the demand was through the roof for the only high school internship program for high school teens. Malky Hamas is with us. Next Step Internship, internship Program, which continues to grow amazingly, in my opinion. It's just incredible. Where are the kids from? All New York, New Jersey, or other areas, or what? We have uh, we have teens from, from L.A., from Northern California, a couple from Canada. And are you working all year looking for corporate entities and organizations in Israel that will do this with you? So my husband is the co-director with myself. His name is Tri, and uh, we teach in L.A. full-time. We live in Los Angeles. So we actually hired someone on the ground in Israel to help put together a lot of the internship uh, offerings. Wow. So she was working on the ground in Israel as a part-time job, um, making a lot of new connections, maintaining a lot of the connections from last summer, um, and making sure that we were placing teens in, in various positions where they'd be valued and where they would have substantial work to be to be doing. What an enormous task. It, it really is. An it really and is. it's 12 months a year. Because yeah. you don't want to give up a chance to, you know, someone expresses interest in working Correct. with you. You can't Correct. not give up that opportunity yeah. to connect with them and make sure it happens. Yeah, we have teens in high tech. We have teens in fashion, you know, doing working on a, a whole Instagram campaign, promoting Modly, this, uh, this modest fashion uh, and swimwear line. Um, we have teens who are creating, you know, driving sensors, making sure that people are staying awake at the wheel. We wow. have, you know, some really incredible, some really incredible positions. Um, we have teens doing cancer research, high school teens doing cancer research in the lab in Hadassah Hospital. They understand how unique this is for them, right? Yeah, they get absolutely. it. Malky Hammett's Next Step Internship Program. It's in second year. Tadaraba, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you so much, Malcolm. A pleasure. We go to uh, this selection as we've been uh, as we've been doing. We've been featuring the uh, Eitan Katz selections here because he's on stage tonight with his brother Shlomo Katz. Here he is at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. Eitan Katz featured the music of Eitan Katz and Shlomo Katz. You know why? They're both performing tonight at Yom NCSY here in Latrun. Thursday morning broadcast, J.M. and the A.M. David Cutler is director of the NCSY summer programs. As I mentioned earlier, there are people who credit him for all of this. He is a little bit more modest than that. Won't take all the credit, but no doubt he's enjoying this incredible celebration. I said to uh, some of the people who were with us earlier that I feel I need to wish people like you a Mazel Tov tonight. It feels like a family simcha, frankly. Yeah, it's really awesome, Baruch Hashem. I mean, uh, the energy, the enthusiasm, uh, the I think this night defines... NCSY, the, the family that we are, one night, everyone under the same roof is awesome. Do you think about this when you're doing all the uh, paperwork, interviews, planning in November, December, January, etc.? I don't only think about it, I need it. I, I spend five weeks here in Israel every year, pretty much, every summer, just to shep the nachas and to see what goes on, to go every single banquet, to spend Shabbos with our... We're going to be in the Old City Friday night with Charlie Harari and five of our TJJ buses for a big own egg. I mean, uh, for me, I leave, I leave Eretz Yisrael on a high every single summer, and that takes me right back into the year. So I don't only think about it. I need it like you wouldn't believe. Unbelievable. The whole thing is incredible. Will we get a chance tomorrow night to celebrate TJJ? We'll be able to uh, wish them a big happy God willing. God willing, yeah. Tomorrow night, it's a big, it's awesome. it's a big deal. It really is. It's, I mean, and you think about it. It started off at one bus of 35 kids 20 years ago. Today we're, we're 13 buses, over 600 kids. Uh, I mean, and, and the future, we're adding at least a couple buses next year. You know, we'll be hopefully, God willing, at least 15 buses next year. And uh, to think about it, tonight there are approximately 1,500 kids here, just teenagers, and almost half of them are public school kids. That's you know, incredible. It's an amazing thing. Yeah, we figured know. 40%, which is an insane number. Yeah. What do you think of the Hanachat Tfilin celebrations that were going on in Kolel recently? Unreal. I mean, uh, there are some points over the summer that you just say, this is what we do it for. You know, to, s to see the three boys putting on Tfilin and the, the Kolel celebrating it like that, it's... Uh, it's hard to put into words. You know, I always encourage people, you know, they like to watch by video, and they, you know, now everyone's on, you know, their phones and everything. There's nothing like being here. There's nothing like, like sitting and, and experiencing the different the feelings on the program and experiencing it with the, with, the, with the boys and girls, or sometimes the boys. And uh, I always encourage everyone just to try to get here, spend some time with our summer program, because there's nothing like being with them. I said this to you earlier. We, we've, we've almost joked, but we've certainly spoken over the last decade about the continuous addition of programs and trying to fill niches that I never even dreamed had to be met, whether it's surfing, whether it's emergency rescue. I mean, I, I was shocked to hear your internship program. We just learned minutes ago, there's 55 people in it. It's unbelievable. They want to spend their summer as teens interning in the either corporate or organizational world of Israel? So the idea was we wanted to expand our programming and see who we're not really catering to. You know, so we, we have sports and we have TU Lim and we have different, different things that go on in Israel. 
but we wanted to get a more studious kid that wanted to build their resume. So we really were the first program to have high school collegiates here, you know, high school kids here in Israel doing internships. There are many collegiates doing internships right. here in Israel, a lot of them. We were the first one to bring high school kids. The first year we got to 31. This year we really, we really had 60 uh, before a couple kind of dropped out at the last minute because their internships didn't come through exactly. But, you know, we ended up with 55 kids who were just having such a great experience, really working with patients, doing research, uh, you know, working with Nefesh Benefesh, the really unbelievable experiences in there and and when they're not in internships they're, they're on an NCSY summer program right and what we know? said earlier was that you know you you question what could be accomplished in four weeks and yet they're doing real stuff for four weeks they really are they really they really have a real work day from Sunday through Thursday from nine to four including getting to their internships and uh, it's unbelievable you know it, it's such a brilliant and next year God willing the plan is for us to go both to Yerushalayim and to Tel Aviv and to, to, to branch out. Unbelievable. Program. You know, David Cutler's here, of course. The, um, this is one of the things, I mean, you have to work 12 months a year at this for obvious reasons. I mentioned, you know, some of the, uh, some of the months that you spend remembering the fruits of your labor <laughs> during the summer. But really, when someone's running an internship program for you, they better be in touch with people in Israel those same 12 months a year. It's really a year-round program because they don't want to give up an opportunity when a corporate entity or a, an organization expresses an interest in having one of the kids there. 100%. So the, the addition that we had to the industry program this year is we had somebody on the ground during the year managing the relationships with these, with these uh, internships uh, and, and really, you know, just working with them the entire year to create 55 internships is very challenging. Because again, they're high school kids, and they're there for a few days over the summer, and that's it. So, but they have to. And they're it. young, as you said. They're who's used young. to taking anybody who's not they're in college? Young. They're right? really used to taking collegiates. So it's um, it's it's an amazing thing. We really appreciate the partnerships that our internships have created. A lot of them actually are here tonight. Some of the internship providers are here tonight because they really believe in what we're doing, and uh, we've made some very nice connections. Uh, you know, God willing, for summers ahead, and we're hoping next year to have at least somewhere in the area of 60 to 80, uh, and God willing, perhaps you know, three or four buses. In Future. And those who are getting emergency training, uh, spending time on ambulances, you know, chunks of the time. And I just heard that there was a an episode where your guys saved a life. Yeah, a teenager actually got onto an ambulance and noticed something that one of their paramedics didn't, and it saved, it saved somebody's life. I mean, think about that. What, you go home to your parents and you say, I went on Masada, I, I went to the hotel, I saved somebody's life. I'm pretty sure there's nothing that compares to that. <laughs> Tell me about Tisha B'Av. So hundreds of people around the world watch what was going on at the hotel at the end of Tisha B'Av. What was that? Well, I assume you were there, right? Exactly. Yeah, I was there. I was, I'm not going to correct you, I don't mean to, but it was thousands. Our NCSY, our NCSY website crashed. <laughs> uh, people have to watch on the Facebook feed. For anybody watching, I, listening, I apologize for that. <laughs> wow. um, but it's become, there were over a thousand, well over a thousand people on site there. Well, it must have been 1,500 too. Unbelievable. The amount of people that just gathered around. And the people watching around the world, I can't tell you how many people are watching. Even without without kids on a summer program. They say, someone came over to me, they said they're from Canada. They said they, they see it every single summer. They have to be here themselves just to see it. Nothing to do with NCSY, but they see our our, our beautiful Kumsits and how we anticipate and they wanted to spend it with us. Did you see the Yussi Green video? I did not. Yussi Green sent out a video uh, that he received from the Kotel of the NCSYers singing his Anavim Anavim. And you could tell how emotional he was watching it just from the way he sent it out to everybody. Oh, it was really cool. cool. Yeah, very, very really, cool. really, word has spread about that, uh, about that comes. It's, it's, uh, it's a wonderful way to, to anticipate. I was talking to my wife last year about, you know, maybe not spending as much time in Eretz Yisrael now with our son Yosef, and it's a little, little more challenging. And I said, I cannot, though, imagine ever spending Tisha B'Av back in the United States. I mean, that, that last hour and a half at the Kotel is, is unreal. You know, you, you think about it the entire summer. I mean, someone came over the loudspeaker right after we finished 
and I, you think it's Mashiach coming. Uh-huh. And it was, I think it was some kid lost in the parking lot, <laughs> uh, which is always very frustrating. Uh, but it's, uh, it's it was one or the other. Mashiach yeah, or I, I, I got to tell you, I was disappointed. But it wouldn't have surprised me if that was the announcement that uh, you sat there. There were literally people just hand in hand standing, all from all over the world, all walks like of life. I felt like I was in like a car box, you know, type in, and everyone or, or the Kotel on a Friday night with everyone just sitting there singing together in total unity. It was it was it was unbelievable. All right, David Cutler. It could be a teaser. It could be real information. You uh, have already made a Hello, commitment that tonight there'll be an announcement Hello, of at least two new programs. What can you tell this audience? So I'll tell you that we have two new programs that we're uh, introducing next summer. We are going to expand our horizons literally and physically. Uh, we're going to go to Thailand next summer. We're going to have an NCSY summer program uh, that goes to Thailand and Israel for high school kids. And, uh, Thailand and Israel next year. We're going to Thailand with an organization called Justify. Uh, we're going to, it's basically an organization that is on service missions of the, the exotic, beautiful world that Akadosh Baruch has created to experience a beautiful land of Thailand. Uh, while doing chesed and, and giving back to the underprivileged people there. And then you come back in Eretz Yisrael, you know, to Eretz Yisrael, and, and you finish out your summer there in a very meaningful way. So we're expanding. That's one program, which is really Does, does it have an cool. official name yet? Right now it's NCSY Thailand. Okay. It's very creative. So it's, uh, it's just, it's, you it's, had your whole team on that one, It took me many hours of thought to do that. Uh, and the other program is actually... We have two programs right now called Give and Give West. Right. Uh, so we're starting a Give East. We're starting a Give East. And this one, though, the difference with this one is that it's post-7th and 8th graders. Uh, and they're, they're basically going to be doing Chesed on the East Coast. Uh, but we're expanding again, expanding to before high school. Kids who are currently, girls who are currently in grade 7 and 8. So we want to start really targeting kids already uh, really before they get to high school. Give has its own brand. It really Give does. really has its own brand at this point. It's an exciting, enthusiastic brand of chesed. Yeah. Uh, that really, uh, it's so catchy, and the girls, they love giving back. And, uh, Very similar to the TJJ umbrella, where it's really expanded is. by itself. So it really is. Even the Give program here in Israel expanded to two separate buses right. here with two separate dates. Uh, and then that, that expanded to Give West, which is on the West Coast. And now we're expanding into a younger market on the East Coast. What do you hear about the Give staff here in Israel? Uh, you hear good things? Some of them a little bit better yeah. than others. A little wishy washy. Yeah. <laughs> David Cutler. Some of them come from great heritage, but some of them don't, you know, but it's. Uh, NCSY Summer Programs. Uh, you know how to get in touch to search NCSY Summer. It is remarkable and incredible what they are doing. Uh, as I said, a big mazel tov to you, David Cutler. This is like a big family simcha. You know that at the heart of all this is, um, is Jewish unity. Uh, attitude toward Israel, which is so important both for yeshiva kids Over and public school kids, and everybody on their own level studying Torah in whatever way all through the summer. It seems to all culminate in this tonight. So you'll notice if this is something that I actually, I have an idea, a good idea, very rarely. Tonight my idea was the first song tonight was Am Yisrael Chai. Right. Am Yisrael Chai is a song that unifies both our public school uh, clientele and our yeshiva clientele. And it just got everyone into the mood tonight, and it defines who we are. You know, it doesn't matter where you're from. Tonight we're one family, singing together, dancing together under one roof, and, and, you know, with a lot of bottles of water because of the heat. <laughs> and uh, and it, just, it just really it got, it got the night off started, you know, really incredibly well. And... Uh, that's what we do better than anybody. The interactions between our public school kids and yeshiva kids, and just the yeshiva kids, and just the public school kids, and all sorts of connecting to Israel, connecting to Europe, wherever you are. The Kaddish Baruch has made such a beautiful world. In Baltimore, our drama program in in Pennsylvania, wherever you are, if you're with the right people and you're learning Torah and you're doing it the right way, then you're accomplishing a lot. Tomorrow night we'll have a chance to speak more about NCSY summer programs. We will, of course, acknowledge TJJ on this very special summer for them. Will be. Uh, meaning for the Friday morning JMNAM at NCSY Kolel, which 
you know, some would call, in a way, the epicenter of all the NCSY summer programs. After all, the most over-intensive one, I guess, deserves that distinction. And uh, we'll have an opportunity to speak more and more about the present and the future of the NCSY summer God programs. Willing. I want to mention, though, it's been such a, a wonderful thing that you come with us every single summer. Oh, we are. I am loving this. You need this. to mark your calendars. Wednesday, July 17th is next year's Yom NCSY. <laughs> and God willing, well, I won't take the location. We're going to look at it next week, and hopefully it'll be available for us. But uh, it's an exciting location, a little closer to Yerushalayim. And uh, but Wednesday, July seventeenth, God willing, unless I get fired before then or whatever, is uh, that, I see you're keeping be. a very positive attitude. Always, listen, you never take anything for granted. That's why you gotta you gotta party and live it up right now. You gotta enjoy the moment. That's why you're hesitant with all this praise is heaped on you. Always, huh? yeah, we don't we don't take praise. We just take accomplishments. Listen, like we have a blast when you're on here. It's just so extra special. So thank you so much for being part of this and for inviting us to be part of it. Thank you, enjoy. I wish you guys could stay longer, but uh, we'll take good care of you while you're here. <laughs> thank you very much, and we'll see you tomorrow. Our Friday champ of the AM. David Cutler hosts us at Bait May Ear, where we get an opportunity to enjoy all of the NCSY summer programs by speaking about them. Where? At NCSY Colel. Miriam Wallach, why don't we start by thanking the person who is the real point person for us for the last few months uh, in terms of Yom NCSY. It's not Fadida. Is he here? Yeah. Is he <laughs> Mamish here? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did you not hear the screaming before? No. And everyone was startled. I'm like, it's okay. It's only Fadida. Wow. Um, no, well, we'd like to thank Amy Moskov. She's the best. She is. Amy. 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 So we thank Amy for helping us produce this event and for really being part of this entire effort. I mean, this is months. People don't realize it. No but joke. Yeah, the show needs to simmer a little bit before it actually gets on the air. And they do things way in advance. They work with yes. us. And it becomes a really good product before it even starts. Thank God. Hashem. Thank God. And it's also, it's a pleasure to work with them. They have a great team. This is a week of partners and yeah. sponsors who are more like family. It's, it's a real bracha. Um, so yeah, we thank Amy. We of course thank David. We thank Alan. We thank Mish. I mean, there's a there's a tremendous amount of hakarta to everyone at NCSY. We thank Yoni Pollock, who has done a yeoman's job, shooing off. For those on video. <laughs> I like having fun with. I know he's been shooing away the bugs and the. Was that shooing or chewing? And the bigger bugs. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it is. And you've done a phenomenal job. This thank was a. You. This was a. Thank you very This was very an much. exhausting program, but an inspiring program. Should we get him on the air for a minute? Well, we're gonna. I think. I think you know the stuff he, you and he need to talk about. Yeah. Have to come after nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> David Fadida, the brilliant producer, has uh, yes. just shown up at Latrune, where he's probably produced an event or two. I bet. He, you know, he's he's been he's, he's a been pretty around. talented guy. He's been around. Yeah. He's always screaming ZK yeah. in the background. He thinks ZK is either watching or listening. Yes. Um, and, of course, let's remember, those of you who are going to be jo- And we keep hearing about more and more people who are going to be joining us Sunday up at Hask. Correct. Those of oh, you my who, God. Those of you who want to get a shout-out uh, for our Hask show this coming Sunday, very simple. Email Nachum at NachumSiegel.com. Nachum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at NachumSiegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. And make sure to... Uh, to send it uh, to us with the words shout out Hask in the subject line on social media. 
please make sure to like our Nahum Siegel Network Facebook page, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. On social media, please remember to go to Twitter at Nahum Siegel Net. Please remember our Instagram account, Nahum Siegel Network. There you'll be able to see great pictures, wonderful stories about everything that's been happening during this short but intense journey to Israel. And don't forget, right after our Thursday JM in the AM, we have amazing programming that will culminate in a live lunch from the Barkan Winery. Are you ready for that tomorrow? Are you ready for the Barkan Winery? excited. Thursday at 11 a.m.? I'm excited. Friday from uh, tomorrow night at Beit Meir with uh, NCSY Colel and the summer programs. And, of course, as we said on Sunday, we'll be at Hask, and I hope everybody will either join us there live on the spot or make sure to be tuned in. That will be our Monday JM in the AM. So this incredible week continues. Again, I mentioned earlier that uh, we are staying at the Inbal Hotel. I want to thank them profusely for the accommodations and hospitality that's in Jerusalem. Also, I mentioned earlier that um, we had record-breaking attention, record-breaking attention for our Nefesh Benefesh show. Absolutely record-breaking attention. It is an unbelievable feeling to be recognized and to be uh, this, this attractive a radio product a to those who want to connect with Israel. And Nefesh Benefesh, that's what it's all about, and we got an opportunity to do it. Are we wrapping up with a song before we go to our uh, closing? What do you want to do? Well, my goal was to wrap up the interviews before the Katzes took the stage. You know who's introducing the Katzes? Um, I assume it's you. I think so, yeah. Yes. Three minutes is all you need? We're watching the clock. All he needs is three more minutes? That's it. Watch it. It's three minutes to nine. There have been some remarkable shows here at the Yom NCSY over the years. This is real unique. This is incredible. Two brothers together, one from the United States, one from Israel, who are going to be performing here tonight. And already we saw this place rock. Imagine what's going to happen when they hit the stage. It's going to be pretty wild. We were here for the sound check. Yeah. Um, it was exciting to be here for that. And, um, yeah, I'm excited for every one of the attendants tonight. They're really in for a special show. So everybody out there, you'll have an opportunity to uh, see the videos and to experience Yom NCSY and the music that, that they are going to be presenting, the Katz Brothers, here very, very shortly. Our thanks to Avrami. A big thank you to Avrami. You know where Avrami is now, right? Uh, He's abandoned the United States. He's literally abandoned the U.S. of A. He's done the right thing. He and his family are now in Ramat Beit Shemesh. Kudos to him. Big thank you to ZK, of course, who always helps us. And, of course, Yigal, our chief of staff, Rabbi Yigal Siegel, who has, again, figured out a way to help us logistically while we're here in Israel. 100%, so no joke. So we thank him very, very much for that and for all of his help in general. And a big shout-out to our families back in the United States, who I hope are uh, enjoying our programming from Israel. And our families who are here. We both have kids That's here That's right. Imagine that. We I didn't even see my daughter yet. That, she came by. Oh, did she come yes. by? Yes. And, and my I, son is here. It's really it's a privilege to have family here tonight. And I don't even realize uh, that my chair is breaking beneath me here. Imagine yeah, mine that. cracked. Did it crack? What does that say about the quality of chairs in Israel? I think this chair is fat shaming me. <laughs> Imagine what it's doing to me. It's, it's all good. It's, it's frankly giving me a reputation. I it's can tell you that much. It's all good. Uh, the Resorts of Zadas are here from New Jersey, Correct. visiting with their son in NCSY Cola. I want to acknowledge the vice chair. <laughs> Listen to that. With amazing songs of inspiration and with the ability to really rock Yom NCSY, the amazing duo of Eitan and Shlomo Katz. Malcolm, you can't compete with yourself. You know, it's funny. Now that we're here on the spot, 
I would do that a hundred different ways. Okay, let's talk about that off the air. You're going to have to have a meeting now later tonight. I'm I'm, sorry. I'm thrilled. You are going to have to meet with me just so I can go through all the differences that I would have had in that announcement now that I've heard it live at NCSY. Achedov Israel and Achedov Achedov, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world. The web and Achedov Single. I'm on the Achedov Single Network, of course, on the beloved NSN app. I thank all of you for tuning in and being part of this amazing and incredible celebration. The first notes of Eitan and Shlomo Katz are being played. We are saying so long from Latrun and Yom NCSY. Thank you, Yoni. Thank you, Miriam Wallach. And we get to wrap up what has been an insanely incredible day for us here in Aretz. Thank you all for tuning in and being part of it. Don't forget, you can be in touch with us on social media, facebook.com slash Single Network, on Instagram, of course, and on Twitter. Um, and uh, that is that. Have a fabulous Thursday. Tune in later at 11 a.m. Eastern Time for our show from Barkan. And, of course, tomorrow with our NCSY Summer Programs live, right? almost live from Beit Meir for an Erev Shabbos show from Beit Meir in Israel. Till tomorrow, I'm going to go reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.